This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be wrestling network fans. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. We are the special relations, and it is another episode of the special relations. It's been so long, I can't even remember what number we are up to, but we are on the uh, two year anniversary of this podcast, minus six months. Um, and a lot has happened since the last time we spoke. The last time we spoke, Boris Johnson was still the Prime Minister. There have been two since then. We have lost the Queen. Um, Scotland was still under COVID restrictions the last time we, saw, we, we spoke. Remember that uh, joyous time? And the WWE announced and also held a premium live event in this fine country that myself and my one other special relation that we currently have with us at the moment also went to. That special relation is, of course, the podcast legend himself, Mr. Rory McNamara. Rory, it is bloody good to talk to you again in this setting. Feels like a long, long time, Callum. I remember when it was all feels around here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's we, we talk every day, but it's it's different to talk on on a podcast uh, going out to the fine people of the of the, the the place to be nation. Well, of course, we talk every day because we're planning our podcast, Callum. I mean, of you, course, you, you know as well as I do how meticulously put together these things are. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. We we didn't change uh, what we what we were doing, but half an hour ago, um, one thing we did plan, however, was. Um, there's this small thing happening called the World Cup. Um, you may have heard of it. Um, it is uh, it is a massive tournament played. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a tournament on SmackDown, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, it's a tournament on SmackDown. Um. <laughs> Played by the worldwide leader of sports entertainment and the greatest sport in the world, of course, the Association Soccer Ball. Uh, so mm-hmm. instead of it, instead of you finding out halfway through a podcast like we did in June of 2021, uh, we're going to be right up front and tell you we are currently watching Belgium against Canada. Um, so just be very upfront with you, the football is on in the background. Uh, we also will be joined by Ben. Um, at some point, but given the the live watch nature of this event, uh, we had to start at seven o'clock uh, local time so to, to to get the football on in the background. So he's here. Uh, he's here. Oh, look at <laughs> your that! Introduction. Look at that! What timing, Mister Benlow? I'm glad you've turned up because uh, you are, of course, the booker man of the special relations. This would have gone off the rails really quickly um, if you hadn't turned up, Benlock. How the bloody hell are you? Good evening, Callum. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Rory. Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, this feels um, weird slash good. I think is the way I'm going to go with it for now. Well, you know, it's like it's like riding a bike, I suppose, is the old saying, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, now, which one of us are you inferring to as being the bike, Benjamin? Oh, always <laughs> me. Always me, mate. Always me. <laughs> um. 
So yes, long time no podcast, Jed. When was the last one we did? March. Was the last of we, yeah. We, we, well, we did. We did the, that was the last official episode, and then we just recorded those two, didn't we? Yes. In May, everybody, because the show in May was recorded. Oh in yeah. May. Oh sorry. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. May. 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 Wouldn't have been recorded two months before. Now, come on. Not, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, so I, I went. I went over all the things that have happened um, to, to <laughs> in this country. To this country uh, has been inflicted upon this country. Um, but uh, you know, a lot has happened in in in, in professional wrestling as well. Uh, as we said at the uh, at the outset, um, there has been a premium live event in in the UK. We we may uh, wish to talk about that at some point. Although if you go back in the Boys to Be Nation wrestling archives, um, you'll hear um, thoughts not necessarily coherent from one of us. <laughs> um, but thoughts. Oh, I think, you can say, I think you can say it's all, it's all at some stage of the evening. I, I sobered up remarkably quickly when we got to the tiny rebel back in Newport because I was a bit worse for wear in, in the stadium. Um, Vince McMahon's retired. CM Punk turned into Shawn Michaels by winning the AEW World Championship, not once but twice, uh, and then not losing it um, in the ring. Um I, I'm sure we'll talk about, I'm sure we'll hear uh, Ben trying to defend that, the body AEW mark that you are, Ben. Um, but <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll throw it to the floor, gents. What do we want to talk about first? Because it has been quite eventful. Well, I think I think rather boringly, well, I think bo- no, boring is not the word. Sorry, Rory. I'm, I'm talking about your 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 uh, your beloved your beloved family in that way. And I don't mean no, no, no. I, I realised when I said as I said it, it was the wrong word. Okay, you I had think Rory. Good at supply before coming on last <laughs> Yes, I've, I've had a whole strike I've through. Had a whole, strike through. I've had a whole thirty seconds. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but as Rory's had the most life changing event happen to him, I think Rory should speak first. <laughs> Oh, good save, my man. Good save. <laughs> did, yes. did, did you um, like that? Did you like that? Yes. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Gareth, Gareth, get him on the plane because that was a tremendous save there. <laughs> I rewound that, that beautifully, I thought. He's uh, he's our number 26. Yeah, thank you. He's, a, he's a, very much our concussion substitution. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> introduction. Yes, um, as I'm sure you've already worked out from there for Ben's rather. Or maybe not worked out from Ben's somewhat, let's say, euphemistic description. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did become a father for the first and the last time on May the 26th this year. Uh, that has already been, I can say on the record that it will be the first and last time. You know, I know it, they say that everybody always says that, but believe me, my wife and I, we're saying it right like now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 little, the little one is quite enough, absolutely, which is my life now exists in two hour bursts, two hour bursts of sleep, <laughs> if I'm lucky, and two hour bursts of, uh, let's call it, um, oh, so you call it just, yeah, looking after, that's the expression, is it? Looking after the child, yes. Um, again, I'm being euphemistic there because looking after, you could probably work out two of the things that means and you wouldn't be far wrong. But um, yeah, she's uh, she's just the best, really, isn't she? She's absolutely fantastic, you know. Uh, she's obsessed with mirrors, um, camera lenses, um, trying to bite my nose, all the normal stuff you would expect. And succeeding biting my nose as well, which considering she doesn't have any teeth yet is quite the feat, I can tell you. So you know, when we ha- we'll reconvene here in about a month's time, 
No, I might be looking back on these days with, with fondness when I find that half of my nose has disappeared, which would take some doing, as you know, you actually met me, but uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> well, funny hell, I know. I did feel a bit better when the, the, the I saw the Aram goalkeeper on it being the game on Monday, you know, one of our larger nose gentlemen and made a lot larger by the end of the match, but <laughs> we'll get to that a bit later on. But yeah, so I got back to work properly in July, started a new job in September as well. Uh, easing back into the podcasting train, got a couple of episodes of Wrestling 20 Years Ago podcast under my belt. But uh, it really is great to be back and just in time for the World Cup, gents. So all well and good. I should say the world of wrestling, yes. Remember that thing? Because we might not be talking about it too often over the next two hours. Um, I've very much been keeping tabs on what's been happening, WWE and AEW. I obviously attended Clash at the Castle, of course. I did watch, what event was it we watched? It was it Hell in a Cell, wasn't it? lest we forget the very last Hell in a Cell pay-per-view back mm. in June. I was there for the live yes, watch on that one, a couple yeah. of weeks into my uh, Charles life, start strong. <laughs> uh, but I haven't watched a whole lot since then. I've been using the network to dip back into, or dip into the Triple H era of SmackDowns. I've watched a couple on the four or five week delay and I'm not unimpressed, it must be said. I haven't watched a full pay-per-view. I might well watch a bit of Survivor Series this weekend. Don't want to steal Ben's thunder talking about that event. Uh, AEW again, watching some YouTube clips here and there. I did manage to catch Dynamite last week as we record this uh, while the little one was doing her thing at 3 a.m. And I did get to watch a stellar match between Brian Danielson and Sammy Guevara. So I've been dipping my toes into wrestling. I always read the results, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch a lot. But I still like to think I'll keep abreast of it because uh, you never truly lose it, do you? Guys, before we carry on, I think Canada are about to have a penalty here. We have a VAR check, we do indeed. Oh, uh, ben, I, just I, set the scene. We're eight minutes into the match, we're watching Belgium-Canada. Eight minutes into the match, we are watching Belgium-Canada. Basically, uh, Canada's just had a corner, um, and they're, they're checking for a possible handball. Oh, that's I'm close, not, isn't it? I'm not going to lie, guys. Canada have dominated that's so good. far. They've started well, yeah, they have. Yeah, they could they could they could quite easily give that with the old not in a natural position malarkey. It's very close to the guy, but the, the hand is stretched out. Yeah, there I was am... one in the uh Tunisia Denmark game that wasn't given for very similar. Here we go. Here. Here we go. There's the sign and he's I've got the sound answer. Was he pointing to the spot? Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Oh wow, penalty. Oh, well, the Canadians the Canadians are already celebrating. Oh, right, okay, right. The and corner the yellow, has just, and the yellow card. The corner has just been taken. I'm on the eye player. The corner oh, has just okay. been taken. No, it's okay. Keep, keep, keep a, I, like to, I like to keep abreast that way. I like to know ahead of time. But that did, that the arm did look in an unnatural position there. I'm not familiar with... I'm not familiar with... I'm not familiar with Carrasco. He's one of the few Belgian players I don't know. He plays for Atletico, I believe. Ah, Oh yes, so he does. He's he, he's one of these guys. He's one of these guys that has been like linked with Arsenal almost permanently since about 2018. <laughs> penalty about to be. Here's done. one. Here's one for the. Here's one for the British fans only. He's got a touch of the the, the penalty taker's got a touch of the Micka Richards about him. <laughs> As he would say. Oh, he does like a laugh, doesn't he? Now, it's very is, annoying. Is this referee the guy who blew up during the African Nations Cup on 85 minutes? We'll just wait for the penalty to be taken. I don't think it is, Callum. Canada is take not? the lead. People, you know, people keep listening to the show. Canada lead. I promise you. 
We do have a we do have a we do have a stringent following in the camera. There we go. Oh, yeah. oh, oh rebound, rebound. Oh, oh, oh mate. It's a poor penalty. Courtois saves it. Bad penalty. Mm. Bad Bad penalty. Penalty. I'm going to see if I, I'm going to see if I, if I, if I refresh it. Is it going to How many penalties is that in the tournament oh. so far? That's seven. It feels like a lot. I don't think you can that. No, it's, it's too, it was too close. That's a weak penalty. Weak penalty though. Yeah, it's not like it's not like, it's not like the Lewandowski one. That was a good save, but that was just a e- that easy, was a poor easy save there from uh, a reference that will get us going. Welcome back, special relations. Good save there by Ed Tudor in the Belgian goal. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. You wouldn't need the swords of a thousand men to keep that one out. The third best Crystal Maze host. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, admittedly, whoever was, whoever was going to follow him hadn't got the highest bar to clear, but, you know. Right. Was it Davis that was taking the penalty? Is that his name? I didn't see his name. Alfonso Davis. Guy plays for Bayern Munich. Ah. Yes, it was because it's just popped up on the it's just popped up on the live feed that Davis missed the penalty. It's actually popped up on the bit at the top of the, the bit at the top of the BBC page before it's actually been shown on the on their actual feed. <laughs> you've got to you've got to respect somebody's got the name Alfonso though. That was a bad penalty. I've got to say, oh, with was streaming cool. services, because let's face it, we talk about streaming services a lot on here. BBC iPlayer versus ITV Hub for watching World Cup games when you, when you don't have access to the TV, which is very often here due to parenting. Oh, and work. Remember that thing as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ITV Hub is an absolute arse to load, but it's closer to the live action, I think, than iPlayer. It's closer. To, yes, it was closer to the live action. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know because I've been in the office for the past few days. Um, it's closer to the live action, but it buffers like fuck. Oh yeah, it's rubbish. It's rotten. The connection. If you've got a, if you've got a stable connection, it's fine. But trying to get a stable connection on it is nigh on impossible sometimes. See, a lot of people that were laughed at me because I said I was having two weeks off. They said, "What are you having two weeks off for in November?" I said, "Watch the World Cup." Four, four games a day every day. That's what I said. I said I said four games a day till the middle of next week as we're talking. So yeah, working from home is very. I've got to go into the office once between now and the end of the tournament. I can I can live with that. Final round of group I, games on the Thursday. I'm, I'm okay I, with that. <laughs> this might also be well. This might be presumptive, but I was like, well, if England do get through past second round, I can sort of pick and choose my game from there. Canada. Can I just say Canada are absolutely destroying them? What is going on here? Canada do have some good players. So they've got they've got Davis. Alfonso Davis plays for Bayern Munich. Uh, the guy Jonathan David, he did play in the Bundesliga. He's played. He's played Champions League football. The guy Hutchison has played for like Copenhagen for the best part of twenty five years. Stachio plays for Porto, I think. <laughs> Sorry, can we just go back to that? He's played for them for the best part of twenty five. See, it, oh, yeah. it seems like he's been around for ages. But Gary uh, Gary Lineker, he's, he introduced him at the start. He's played. He's, he's thirty nine. He was the only player that in the squad that was alive the last time Canada played in the World Cup. If you're going to say his name, could you say it right? It's virtue signalling woke Gary Lineker. Thank you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Is, is that is that you being is that you being Matt Letizia? <laughs> oh, pulled it wide. Good, good thing. Uh, good thing to all the listeners. Is you're going to get to experience this game twice 
I mean, look at that for a start. So Canada, seven attempts on goal to Belgium, one, and man. we're only 15 minutes in. Let's, let's look up the let's look up Canada national football team. Of course, we had we had we had one of the best we had one of the best stats in the last game. That oh well, I think I think they managed it in the end, but Costa Rica didn't even have a shot. Never mind a shot on target; they didn't have a shot. Uh, that's the one game I didn't get to see, and I missed. Uh, well, missed the seven nil Spain seven Costa Rica nil. Oh. Yes, but well, slightly I, what, what a well, seven nil is definitely more than we were expecting. But the victors there. You probably would have predicted before the game, unlike two other matches as we record this podcast. Absolutely, we've we've already had two shocks already. One pretty, one pretty seismic. The other, reasonably so. Yeah. I would say. Saudi Arabia beating Argentina yesterday as we record this, which was just outstanding, outstanding and astounding. Now watching that on a Tuesday morning, it, <laughs> they fully deserved it too. They absolutely did. They did. And today, Japan. Defeated Germany 2-1. I don't think this is an especially great Germany team. So I don't think that... I mean, it's still a surprise, especially as Germany had most of the first half, but I just don't... This isn't the German teams of even even 2014. Canada in a game. They've got a game plan and they are absolutely sticking to it. Well, if you've watched... These guys have obviously... They must have been watching some of the games... Uh, as part of it because th- there can't be a lot to do especially given the fact that it's really really hot you can't really go out during the day mm. and tra- I don't they must be training later at night or early doors so they must be watching a lot of the games if you've seen Saudi Arabia take it to Argentina and beat them and then Japan earlier on took it to Germany in the second half and beat them you you you, you would be sort of going well well it was Let's just go for it. They've got nothing to lose. It was, it was the point they were making in the Spain-Costa Rica match, our commentators here, they were basically saying, you know, you've watched those two other results, you've seen you've seen two teams basically go for it, and Costa Rica just got, like, hypnotised by the Spanish passing. You've got nothing, at this point, you've got nothing to lose. Canada are coming out of this World Cup with no expectation well, whatsoever. For example, everybody was going on about like you know Saudi Arabia playing this high line, and the high line worked perfectly because yes, the strikers there was plenty of space for the strikers to get in and the wingers, but the key was they'd squashed all the space up for Messi, so Messi couldn't do anything. That was like the quietest game I think I've ever seen Messi have, apart from the penalty he scored. I was listening to the, the World Cup Daily podcast this morning on the way to work, and they had Tim Vickery on, South American mm. expert Tim Vickery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, so he said that Argentina's biggest fear is not being able to control the game in the midfield. Yeah. And not being able to pass it around. And what they did was because Argentina played quite a high defensive line and Saudi Arabia played a ridiculously high defensive line. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the edge of the Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> there was no space for Argentina to do all their, well, that, their, their trickery was, in the midfield. That was it, they, because they, they squashed the pitch down to about 30 yards, hadn't they, in the middle? And they, as, long, as long as they were able to control that and you had those two guys at the back, those two centre-backs who were like the second coming of Nemanja Vidic and Rio Ferdinand at the back, practically for a game. What is the, what is the opposite of, um, you know, when, when somebody, when, when nine times out of ten it's Harry Maguire, is found nowhere and they go, the, 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 the defence parted like the Red Sea. What's the opposite <laughs> of that? 
<laughs> because that's what Saudi, that's what Saudi Arabia were. They were. I was trying to explain to a guy today who hadn't seen the game yesterday because he was working. <laughs> I, 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 again, as I oh, should have oh, been. Oh, 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 oh no. No, no, wrong ball, oh, wrong pass, wrong pass. Uh, and I was trying to explain to him how how well Saudi Arabia defending. You know, it's, it's the best I have ever seen a team defend. Well, at international like, level, at, well, in that sort of in that circumstance as well. I can't remember who was doing the commentary on the game, but they were making a joke of it at first. The fact they were high five, the Saudi Arabia players were high fiving and celebrating every like splash ditch tackle or goal like clearance, really? like it was a, like it was a goal. And by by the fourth or the fifth time they'd done it, you're like fucking hell, you know, <laughs> God boys sort of thing. Did you see that they? Um, the Saudi king gave it, gave them a day off today, gave the country yes. a national holiday today. National to holiday. Yes. They didn't do that one. They didn't do that when Shane McMahon won the World Cup in Saudi Arabia. I tell you. <laughs> that is the best Saudi oh, World Cup oh, victory since Shane McMahon. Oh, Braun Strowman winning the greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> I, I, I won't have a bad word to say about that because I love the Royal Rumble. <laughs> And I love that Royal Rumble because that they had fake Rumble. Man. Because yeah. no, cause they, no, cause they had fake Yokozuna came out. If you remember. They brought you know. Remember oh, yeah, they brought, I've heard the story. I've heard the story. They brought out that's just random sumo wrestler because the king wanted Yokozuna to be there and nobody had the heart to tell him he'd be dead for the best he part of twenty years. He wanted Ultimate Warrior too. He did. Who Sadly he couldn't really he? turn to Renegade or Carry Bon Eric at that point either, so <laughs> <laughs> you have a better chance with fucking Jim Oh, Rory. Rory. <laughs> I tell you, you wouldn't have a leg to stand on if you could carry Von Eric, mate. Oh. oh. I think it's time for another catch-up, don't you? Let's go for Ben. Yes. Let's, let's, what have you been up to for the last six months, man? Well, I've got to be, I've got to say, from the albums all, I've been the most boring, like, you know, the job's still the same, but we've, we've kind of got a new boss, so that's quite nice, so that's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I've I've broadened my horizons wrestling wise. You know, I've told you know, told the boys off there. I've I've kind of put my money where my mouth is because I keep saying like you know the Vince era was shit, and you know you know I want to give this new era a chance. So I and there's a big enough sample size on the network now. So I've basically yeah. started in July and working my way forward to the present day. I'm still in July, gentlemen, because. It is boring. It is shit, and it is a slog. And I'm, yeah, I can, I can quite now. I've, now I've watched it for a bit. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is why. Uh, the sports team are doing terribly. You know, if it's either the Pittsburgh Steelers or my beloved Stoke, we're we're both doing as bad as each other. So that's that. Um, still single. Still, you know, lot lot of things stay the same. But the family are good, and yeah. So I, I'm having one of those six month fallow periods where nothing, not a lot to chat happened to me personally. A lot of lots happened in the country generally, but not to me personally. Sometimes that's not always a bad thing. Not at all, not at all. But you know, and then I got to see you guys for a weekend, and that was absolutely oh, yes. lovely and wonderful. Classic. What a great time that was. That's yes, and that was, you know, yeah. I was, I was, I was surprisingly quite competent at booking my own travel schedule, and uh, I'm usually not very good at that kind of thing. But on this particular occasion, I was quite pleased with the the arrangements as happened. You you seem to get there fairly pain free. Yes, yes. I think we should all. I think we, we we've all got travel. Well, we've got, I got travel woes after the event, but I getting there was fine. I think it's only fair that well, fair for Callum and I that 
after you bent our ear about it for the whole trip or the whole six hours we were with you, Ben, about the supposed opulence of the hotel you were staying in. <laughs> Why did you on the, share that? Show you three hours of bacchanalian bliss with the listeners that you can okay, so, back. <laughs> okay, so for any of for any of our listeners who are golf fans, um, I stayed on the Saturday night at the Celtic Manor Estate, which held. Callum, you're you're a bigger golf guy than me. When when was that held? The Ryder Cup there. <laughs> Uh, that was 2010. It was 2010. So yes. if you, you know, so that's, so and that that was in a place called Newport, and it's and we all stayed in the Newport area. And it was about about 20 minutes on the train, boys. Would you say? Oh, chance. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yes, because we got, we got the train. We got the train train Saturday. Yes, bloody shit. Yeah, and so we. We stayed on the Friday night. Well, Ronnie and Rory didn't come till the Saturday night. Me and Callum stayed on the Friday night in what could what could be referred to as a travel lodge. Um, two star budget hotel, I think. Callum, you know, does exactly what it says on the tin. I think is one of those ones. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your um, your room was nicer than than ours. I was oh, told. Okay. I was told um, don't ever bring me back here, and if you do. Um, oh. We're, we're, we're staying where Ben's did. We're staying where Ben said. <laughs> ben did. So, I mean, stay there on the Friday night. So what we decided to do, me and Callum, we, we got a drink in town on Saturday afternoon. And then we thought, we'll go to the hotel because I've got an early book in. And then we'll get we'll head into Cardiff. And the, the hotel, we got to the Celtic Manor. Don't get me wrong, I was expecting posh boys. I was, you know, I, was, <laughs> you know, I knew it was going to be something good, but I wasn't expecting it to be quite as nice as it was. Um, to the point where Callum always said, if we weren't going to be where we were going, could we just stay here? <laughs> it was, it was, it was very, very nice. It was one of these ones that you would imagine that the the actual roster would probably stay in. Yes, yes, I would have said so. Yeah, because it was it was far enough out of town. And uh, yeah, but it was one of those. It was it was one of those. You know, you had to go through up three flights of stairs to get to the room, but you genuinely didn't mind because it was like it was a castle. So you're basically just looking at the artwork and everything while you're going up. It was beautiful, and then the room itself was just spectacular, like a proper four poster bed. You know, everything that you'd want there. And I think I said to you, Captain, I said it's a shame I'm only going to be in this room for about eight hours tonight. I know. It did look. It did look absolutely lovely. And what was the what was the best bit about your room? Best bit about our room, yeah. um, they gave me. I, I don't know whether they saw my email address and they thought that's the room this lad's having, or and they guessed they gave me room 316. There you go, <laughs> which I thought was, I thought was a lovely touch without them even knowing. I, I, I I've, I've never seen a man so giddy before he's even got into a hotel room. <laughs> Well, I did. I did say. I think I said it to you two on the day. I said, you know, as because you know, the boys did, as mentioned, they did take their their partners with them to the, for the weekend. I said, oh, yes. you know, as a as as a thank you to you know, next if there's a next time, even if it's just for one night, you know, just send them here. You know, they can you know they can have a they can have a great they can have a great time while we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> well, by all accounts it does sound as if it is well there very well could be a next time if yes uh, if, if, we, if we all want to there'll be an option for us to have a next time is what i should say yes. uh, because all elite are coming next year they and are indeed apparently apparently old uh triple paul is wanting to make a uh, make a uk um event uh, an annual thing well, I mean, I can't remember the exact figure, but given the money that they made from that weekend, that, it it's got to happen just from a just from a sheer money making point of view. 
Was it eight million the number or something like something that? Something like it was something like that. Eight or nine million, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know how that works. So was that just ticket sales? Was that ticket sales, vendors, t-shirts, all that jazz around? I think it's all. That? It's gonna be. It's gotta be everything, hasn't it? I think it's the whole shebang, official. Yeah. Because if, I, I mean, just to get so if you could, if you know just to outline it, there was only I say only in inverted commas here. There was only three stands open, wasn't there? Like they they sectioned off the. They sectioned off the, one of the ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, I think yeah, because they had to put they put the hard camera where one of the posts would be. If it's still, mm. if you're thinking about it in rugby configuration, they put the hard camera in the twenty-two. Uh, yes. No rugby, right in front of the posts in the red zone for people of of American football disposition, right in the red zone. But that cuts off. They put it on a side where there's only sort of one tier. Oh, there's a, there's there's a lower tier which you wouldn't be able to see, and then just one big, big tier. Whereas where we were sitting had like two, mm. uh, split up. So that it wasn't really set out to have to have four, um, to have 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 the four stands. But even that, they still managed to pack sixty thousand people. And if they could have configured that slightly differently, they could have they could have sold an absolute stand more tickets. But I think it was just one of those things they wanted to just get as many ticket sales as they could. Could you know yeah. the. So if they've got sixty, like say they've got sixty thousand, we know we're probably not going to get eighty. Yeah, you don't want to sort of, you don't want to sort of rip the arse out of it, and then you're having to sell your last. Well, I suppose if you sell your last five, ten thousand tickets at twenty pounds a head, you're it's still twenty pounds more than you would mm. if it's tarped off. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I don't know if it's I don't know the the logistics of of having that if it's I I, I don't I don't claim to know that sort of that sort of thing. But I mean. I've been there. I've been there for for, for the rugby, and it is loud. Mm. And, and when you have when you have the the, the Welsh anthem going, and you have uh, and the singing land of my fathers and all that sort of thing, and it is it is an impressive impressive arena. But I, I, I've been there one time that we got absolutely horsed, and you thought that you th- I thought it was loud <laughs> that day. But Edge coming out um, was 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 different was different level and then obviously the main event the whole thing was just mm. the whole thing was, was was superb i've never been i've never been to wrestlemania but i can't that's oh. that's how i imagine that 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 must be like when austin came out in dallas this year that's how i yeah. imagine that would have been well i think you know look you know thinking back to it i think we were all expecting the drew entrance to be good and to get that pop but i'm going to say it, that 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 edge pop was ungodly that was absolutely right. unreal oh they're in again Speaking of edge, no, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just it wasn't just the ovation he got; it was the singing, it was and oh, it was yeah. everything oh. with it. Yeah, then you've got spine tingling, like when Seamus came out, that was loud, and then Mysterio comes out, and you're louder again, and you're thinking this is but like to have another level after the Mysterio entrance mm. was yes. oh, was ridiculous. The whole, thing, again. the whole thing was just... All the way, down he goes. Have you got another, have you got another one? That was just outside we the box. We don't give it. Oh! Of course, we're to save that. I tell you what, they are giving it some, but you feel like they've got a score, don't you? Yeah. Well, you got to take advantage while they can. They've got the quality and batch white up front to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> This Belgium team, right? This is this is this is their last chance, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. This, is last, they, this is last tournament. Like they're all, 
pushing 30 or... Hazard's over 30 now, isn't he? Yeah, they're all pushing 30 or the wrong side of 30. Witzel's over 30. You've got Vertonghen, who's pushing 40. 35, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. I mean... like, uh, is, How is Lukaku? Is Lukaku actually injured? I feel like I should... Yes, he's there. Yes. He's there. Yeah, he's, he's injured. Oh, he is in the squad. They had his yeah. name, but it was, it was greyed out. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a bit like Kyle Walker. I think they... they, they oh, yeah. They took Kyle Walker because they reckon well they reckon he's going to be fit for the next game. Mm. Which is the states on is the states tomorrow Friday. States, states Friday. on Friday. Friday. The, the, the day, the, uh, it'll be a day old when the show goes out. If the show goes out the day I think it's going to, which I hope it does actually. <laughs> and I will be I will be celebrating Thanksgiving with my American brothers and sisters tomorrow <laughs> ahead of because I because this week an American citizen I've I've renounced my Iranian citizenship but I'll be American <laughs> I've taken up American citizenship. Here we go get man over oh, Rob Blow, oh, Rob two men there. Yeah, yeah two men to his to his right there. They're absolutely destroying him. Well apparently be freaking out of sight. Apparently they're saying now that Canada is the team and like in the North American area. Oh, well, Canada they, is the team to beat. Well they, they, they qualified ahead of Mexico yeah. and the USA. I know that. Yeah, they, but I think they, I think they, they won they every game. The group, didn't they? Did uh-huh. they top the group? Uh-huh. But they're saying that they're now they are now the team to and, yeah. and, and, and you think about all the all the America have got some good players and Mexico are always fairly strong. The fact that Canada are now now the guys to beat. Oh, look a freaking team, no question. Yeah. I, I think it's because David Wotherspoon's in it. St Johnston's own David Wotherspoon. Although he might, <laughs> he might, he might, he might be, he might be Kelly now. Wotherspoon. Wotherspoon, I know. Fantastic, Callum. I think we need a bit of a reintroduction from you as well while we're here, my man. Then we can talk about the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Officially, rather than the unofficial World Cup chat for the last half. Half an hour. Half an hour later. <laughs> uh, well, I promise we'll talk about the World Cup in a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the um... oh, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even there. Does David, David heading over from six yards? That's about their seventh good chance in this match already. What what minute are you guys on? Thirty-two ten. Oh. I have at the moment. Jesus, I'm about, I'm two minutes behind. I'm on I'm on thirty forty. I'm a minute and a, I'm a minute and a half behind. BBC Oops. iPlayer, everybody. I know. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm very much, I'm very much like Ben. I've just been, I've been working. Um, we, we are almost unpacked from the move in last December. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing much. Um, we obviously went to went to Cardiff. That was that, that was the holiday this year. I, I know, and uh, what a holiday it was. Um, but no, just not not a great deal and c- compared to having uh, having. To raise a, a a human being, um, when I can sometimes barely look after myself, is <laughs> uh, is quite the quite the stark contrast to, to Mr. McNamara. Uh, but no, um, my football team is also doing a bit crap just now, top of the league, uh, and then we lost the next five games after that, so we're now sitting a, a lovely seventh out of ten. Um, although the Arsenal are top of the league, top of the league at Christmas, a woohoo. So by the next time you talk to us, Arsenal will still be top of the league. And it's wonderful. <laughs> the beauty of suspending the season for four weeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be one of these ones. Right, we're top of the league. We're top of the league in September and then October. And then we're going to finish November, top of the league. We're going to then like get to the middle of December. 
Boxing Day is going to come, we'll still be top of the league. Wonderful. I mean, I was going to ask, one of my questions was going to be, what do we think about a Winter World Cup? I think Callum just answered my question then. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, it's all right, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's, very annoying for me. it's very annoying for me at the moment, because, like, you know, historically, I'm, I I don't like Arsenal. The fact, hate is quite an apt word to describe them, but this current batch of Arsenal players seem like a jolly nice lot, and you know, they're playing some good stuff, and I'm like, I'm conflicted, Rory, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got you've got Aaron Ramsdale, who's just chief, like he's the goalkeeper, but he's also chief shit houser. Right? He's from Stoke. Is he? Well, he's from well, he, he, I think so. There you go. Uh, and then you've got thingy, you've got um, all all the Brazilian boys who who look who 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 all seem like to be to be nice chaps. You've got Ben White playing at right back, who doesn't even like football. Uh, which is which is something. Um, What's that? Yeah. I've missed something there. So Ben White, and Ben White's mum, like he never watched football growing up. It was only at school that they found out he had a knack to it. But he doesn't watch football. Like, he I just, never knew this. Yeah. So he's just like he's never, he's not grown up a lifelong fan well, of 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 anyone or of football. But he's just obviously got somebody spotted that he's got a natural talent for it, and he's now a footballer. So he's like, he's, he's like the sting. Of- to- the sting of association football. Yes. Just a job. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be fair, I can kind of understand that because, like, if I did a, the job, would I want? Would I want to watch it like morning, noon, and night? We, we obviously we are now, but it's not our job. Yeah. We're just doing it because we like love the game. Fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. I wouldn't really want to watch somebody be assistant tester, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Participating in watch... it is rarely those edifying of tasks at the best of times. Ben's going to watch me. somebody filling shelves and then do some merchandising. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, to be fair, when we were standing outside the Tesco in Newport, oh, you, yeah, were criti- you were criticising. I wasn't every... very happy, was oh, I? <laughs> you were, you were scathing. We walked in there. We walked in there for a for a Tesco meal deal, and Ben ripped the ripped the store to well the sign the sign outside was enough so the sign outside should have read tesco express it actually read tess ss there's a song in there somewhere or not oh what a, what a tune that's yeah. the end that's the outro music there you go Callum. you're editing you got the outro <laughs> sorted there we go as i was saying just before you came on on online band that we spend minutes hours days weeks months planning these shows as of course you know this was just a very, very rare occurrence where we've come up with the the exit music 36 minutes into the recording. That sort of thing doesn't happen often, does it, of course? Well, our, our production meetings happen after the podcast. <laughs> to, be fair, we, to be fair, we did say we're going to do this free form just for this one episode. A, because we're, be, we're watching a match, and then B, because like, there's, there's that much stuff that's been happening, both wrestling-wise and in the country, that we just thought it would just be easier to do it this way rather than Right, we are going to have section one here, section two yeah, we here. We can't, Take yeah, we a break. We can't do that. We can't do that. Not today, we can't. We, we'll go back to that, but we'll, we, we can't do that today. Dare uh, I say, normal service, if such a thing ever existed, mm-hmm. on the Special Relations Podcast will be resumed. It's, yes, yes. I, 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 would say, I would say in approximately April, because you've got Christmas next month. Yeah, Christmas I'll, special I'll, next month. And then, obviously, the GWWE review will be January, February and March. <laughs> no, we're, not, we're not doing that again. We've better nice not on our, w, our live WCW one yet. No. Although that already that was that was already two laptops ago here. So I can't remember. <laughs> well, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Canada Canada down the box. That didn't look like a foul to me from this angle. Canada get another penalty. What was the story about this ref? He blew early in, in, a, in a match. What was that? So, yes, so in, in the African Cup of Nations at the start of the year... That's, that's never a penalty, by the way. That's mm-hmm. I believe Cameroon were playing Mali. Mali were definitely involved. And the guy blew... The guy blew up for full time on 85 minutes. Bloody hell. They then pointed it out to him. They came back out. They signalled. They signalled for. They signalled for three months to play the next five minutes. The guy then tried to blow up again on eighty-eight minutes, <laughs> and they awarded four minutes of injury time, of which the guy only played three. And I think at that point they just gave up. Well, well I'm very interested to see how much injury time he plays in it. You know, because one of the talking points of this World Cup so far has been the, the extra match added on to the end of each half in stoppage time. <laughs> well, they are checking the penalty, so. You can't know. No, I don't think you. I don't think you can give that. That was but... soft. There's barely any contact. He was clearly looking for it. We we are talking about a referee that doesn't know how to tell the time, guy. <laughs> even even his watch. He, his watch doesn't even need to tell the time. He's, he always needs to do is wait for his watch to see forty five. Well, I think much vaunted, through... much much vaunted special relations. Know your target audience reference here. Uh, Roberto Martinez. You never see him and Ed Davey together, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think they're playing on, so I think the check's over. Yeah, there you go. Look it up, everybody. Or don't, <laughs> more likely. But yeah, like like Rory says, that is one of the uh, big talking points of this World Cup of, yeah, on the field anyway, is the uh, amount, the sheer amount of injury time that's been given at the end of each half. We're at the point, we're well over 100, we're well over 100 minutes now. An extra match. Because we yes. didn't really notice it, because there was the, the Qatar-Ecuador game, I think it was only pretty standard, to be honest. And then the second game was England-Iran. And the first half had 15 minutes of injury time. Yeah. But we didn't really think about it because most of that was taken up with the Iran keeper I mentioned earlier. Yes. Injury that he tried to do the Matt Hardy thing for and got the same result. But then the second half of that match, there were nine minutes of extra time, uh, added time rather. And from there, it's every single game. I think it was the... Morocco Croatia game today, there were only two minutes in the first half, which was just <laughs> might as well be nothing these but, days. And there was four minutes in the second half. Now, normally, believe me, you know, if your team are hanging on for a win and you see the four minutes coming up in the second half, you know, you're freaking furious. Again, that <laughs> felt like you know, the, the speed of fucking light. <laughs> well, the, even the second England one, because Harry Maguire had a concussion check as well, so you even didn't think much of that. And then you've got the, the 10 substitutions. So it wasn't it wasn't bad, but then there was one. What game was it yesterday? I've, had, I've got my wall chart here actually. It was the it was the Saudi Arabia game had like nine minutes of injury time at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, nine minutes, and then oh, still time for a Saudi Arabia player to get another injury, a very serious one. Yes. When the keeper uh, collided with him. Yeah, so I think that the, the the guy has had the internal bleeding and a completely fractured face. Fucking. But apart, just... but apart from that, he's fine. I mean, it the, ref, was, the ref didn't stop the game. I just want to put on the record. No, there. no, the guy, the guy was having CTE right in front of our eyes, and the referee's like, oh, "Fucking play on." <laughs> the, the the Saudi Arabian goalkeeper is almost crying because he's taking yeah. his pal's head off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a it was a Triple H flying knee to the face. He <laughs> mm. got him right on the night. jaw. Yeah, it was, it was scary. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Well, he, was out. he was out. Oh, he was out. He was out for the count. 
Well, there's two things for the amount of time that's been added on. There's two main things here. One is it's it's there to, well, not, not totally eradicate, but it's there to slow down the time wasting that teams do. So, you know, if you are winning 1-0 and you want to, you know, wind the clock down by taking longer with free kicks and goal kicks, that's fine. But the other part of it is that some of these other, that most of the teams haven't realized is if you want to make four or five substitutions a game, guess what? There's got to be a trade-off somewhere, and it's yeah, going to be a, yeah. that. It's going to be there's going to be eight or nine minutes added on. I I um I am I I don't mind it, right? If if you're going to get because I think is it not the average Premier League game has got 56, 55 or sixty minutes of actual ball hmm. in play game time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't mind them adding that on to make it up, but it's quite jarring when you see <laughs> you see nine minutes of injury time, like. Constantly, when there's nothing. Would it not be easier to, to do what they do in rugby union and one or two other sports, basketball, and just stop the fucking clock every time the ball goes out of play? Well, yeah. I think that's one of that's one of the and that's what one of the com- forty five. That's what one of the commentators on the Spain game was saying. Like, let's have a dig- let's have a proper digital clock where everybody can see. You know, there's five fifty. There's five fifty five. You know, to be added on. Yeah, well, because I think that's what I think that's what they're doing. I think they're lit- they've literally got a guy starting and stopping a stopwatch and saying, right, there has been the ball has been out of play for like four and a half minutes, so there's five minutes injury time. Mm. I, I, there must be some leeway for the ball, like the ball going out for a throw, and there must be some leeway and taking free kicks. But they added that there was five minutes of injury time in the first half of the Spain game, I think, and that's because they just kept scoring goals. And the, like the time wasted be between the... That's why. Oh, he scored. Oh, boo. One nil Belgium, I told you. You did. You said it was coming. Not sure about that celebration, though. He doesn't score very many. He doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> Not even he can miss that one. Yes, Belgium won Canada nil after 44 minutes, I'm afraid. And I told you Canada would rue those missed chances. Oh, Canada. Wouldn't it? <laughs> but the, the problem is, like I say, is... They're doing it for everything. Like any any soft and play game, the time good I did on. Good finish. It was a good finish. And that's the problem, I think. Like, we if you've got to add some more time on for the substitutions, that's fine. But do we oh, need to keeper. add do we need do we need to add time on for a guy, you know, for for a throw in to be taken and all that yeah, kind of yeah. thing? That, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. They need they need to build in some leeway there. Like if it's a guy who is like blatantly taking too long to take a throw in. Like, give them five, ten seconds, get the ball back, look for a player. If he's then... Because you can tell when guys are taking the piss with it. Yeah. So, st- start the clock at that point. And then go. But, guys, getting the ball, lining up the free kick. You can't t- put time for the guy waiting for the ball to come for the free kick and putting it down and all that sort of thing. But I think there's... But if it gets more... If it gets more... I mean, it, it was enough time to have Spain score another two goals today. It was. But to, to quote you, Callum, Costa Rica were pish. Yes. Or, or, or shite, oh. whichever one you want to, whichever word you want to use. Yeah, well, what do you expect? I mean, Costa Rica are never going to do anything of note in their first World Cup game of a tournament, are they, Callum? <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> I think I find it was very, very called for. Oh, they've, because oh. I, I, it's really strange because Costa Rica never beat big teams at World Cups. They only beat the wee diddy teams at World Cups, don't they? We 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 
we we held them to a nil nil draw in twenty fourteen. Was it was it no no? Sorry, I thought they got it. No no yeah. On a, on a, on a, on a, well, I take that. Well, I'll just go fuck myself. We were already out by that point, so yeah. you could touche all you like, and you'd be right to do so. <laughs> Five minutes of injury time here. Yeah, absolutely. You something injury because it's not injury time. It is stoppage time. Stoppage time. I think that's. I think that's what we're going to have to be get used to. It's not injury time. It's stoppage time. There's a very classical-looking Pierre Luigi Collina there. <laughs> additional time, as it says there. Uh, well, on on for the for the Saudi Arabia game, it was oh. almost it was almost um, accidental homicide time. <laughs> yes, indeed. Twenty seventh goal for Belgium. He's got twenty seven international yeah. goals. Yeah. No, he well, can't play. He can't play enough games to get have got twenty seven well, international that's goals. That's the thing. Chim Chimney is now thingy. Chim Chimney is now France's joint top goal scorer with Thierry Henry. Yep, he equaled the record in their game, a 4-1 win against Australia yesterday. Olivier Giroud, for those who aren't up on the yes. vernacular. Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Giroud. Uh, but I I will always stand by, he was given a fucking half oh. at the Arsenal. Oh, Kalina's looking his age now, isn't he? He bloody he's, is at all, isn't he? <laughs> he's talking to himself as well. Good effort. Only referee ever to be in the cover of a video game. Pro Evolution oh, Soccer the Test games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. Oh, another chance there. Canada are good. Canada are good for a goal tonight. If Canada okay. don't score tonight, I, I, they'll, they'll, they'll kick themselves. They should. They bloody should have done. The penalty was bad enough, but they've had three or four high quality chances that they really, you know, they've come to rue them. If you don't take your chances at this level, etc., etc. Yes, indeed. But they can play. There's no question about. Oh, that. absolutely. So, who's the other two teams in this group? Uh, let me find out for you on my trusted world chat. I had to print oh, it myself. Morocco and Croatia. Oh, the Morocco-Croatia group. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you drew nil-nil this morning. Though. Yes, I didn't see a lot of that game, but. You weren't too much. Most. Yes, they weren't complimentary okay. about it. Was it. Okay. But I saw most I can, of the second half. I can see Canada won't won't have anything to fear from either of those two teams. I don't think because Croatia are the same as Belgium. They've aged together, so they're quite an old team. And Morocco, well, they, well, unknown quantity. Well, well, well stack. They, they, they said in the commentary, like you know, obviously they got to the final four years ago, but there's only four of that team in this team. Modric is still there. Modric, I can't. I mean, don't ask me who the other three are, but yeah, it's Modric and three others basically. Modric, it was Modric. Perisic was one of them. Perisic, that's right. Yeah, go on. Oh, but I, I, I could watch Luka Modric play football all day, oh. every day. Oh, he's still he's got the, it. Still oh, the the best. It's the best individual performance I've ever seen from a player in the flash. Modric. When he's playing for Spurs at Stoke. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I. I don't watch La Liga very often because I don't have well. I, I do have the channel, but it's on my dad's Skybox, and I don't know how to work. <laughs> I don't know how to work Premier Player, um, or Viva Via Play Player, or whatever it's called now. But the 
I watched the, the, the Celtic Real Madrid game in in in, uh, in the Champions League this year, and good lady, Celtic daft, put it on. I just and the guy Maeda who uh, somehow getting the Japan team for the World Cup earlier on missed an absolute belter of a chance. Not even the best. He's not even the best Japanese striker at Celtic, and he's the only one that's made it to the World Cup. Um, missed a great chance, and then you just Modric then just took control of the game. And they just he they couldn't get close to him. It was it was unbelievable. And they scored three goals for him just going right. I think I'll I think I'll just choose to play now. Half that's time. Hard. That's one. Canada nil. Canada ugh. Oh dear. You gotta take I- him. I think we could. I think we could say at this stage, it's been on the pitch. It's been a good tournament. I think off the pitch, there's been a lot of issues, but on the pitch, it's been a good tournament. Yeah, it has. And although there have been a few nil nils, and I know most of our American listeners will recoil in horror at us praising nil nil draws. We, we believe me, we don't like it much either. I promise. Unless you know you're holding up something in the second leg, which won't be happening here, of course. But. None of the games have been dull, stultifying defensive affairs. Now, we're not talking tournaments here like Italia 90 or Euro 92, where teams would just put nine behind the ball and just try to counter-attack. I didn't see the Spain-Costa Rica game. and by the Costa, Costa Rica didn't even do that. They did, they did the nine behind the ball thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it doesn't work, you see. Just not every, very every, well. Every side has gone for it. I mean, this is why part of the reason Saudi Arabia got the victory against Argentina, because they freaking went for it. Yeah, they had six. They were two one up against Argentina with five minutes to go. My rare attack. That's six players in the fucking box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a great point that you you reported, Callum, from uh, Guillaume Balaguer, who's a Spanish journalist of well, one of the absolute preeminent football journalists. And we're very lucky to have regular appearances from here in uh, here in the UK. You now, making the point that there's a reason some of the def- the matches aren't dull. It's just defending itself is better. Because teams are a lot fresher, because this is taking place in the middle of the domestic season. Certainly, in, as far as Europe, the Europe of the domestic season is concerned, anyway. And I do think there's something in that. I do. I would. I'd agree with that. I think you know, for as for as many issues as there are with having a Winter World Cup, like you know, when the players that are here are match fit, they're match sharp, they're match ready. I've got to say, I've got used to it being a Winter World Cup now. If that makes any sense, because I remember gents. Was recently as towards the end of last week, you know, we were conversing in our chat saying, Oh, we're really looking forward to this World Cup, it doesn't feel right, you know. The Prem and Championship games just five days ago, and obviously all the Qatar stuff, which we don't need to mention here, I'm sure. Anybody, any sentient human being listening to the show will know all the issues, as I'm going to euphemistically call them with Qatar. We don't really <laughs> need to concern ourselves with here. I say, of course, basically, if you don't think Qatar should hold the World Cup, I completely agree with you. But in terms of the football taking place in November and December, I've come round to it, I must say. And it's it now just feels just feels pretty normal, to be honest. The four games a day, bring it on. Not that it'll ever catch on, of course. And the 2026 World Cup in the United States and Canada and Mexico will be back in uh, June and July. Back in June and July, but there might still be four games a day because that will be the first 48-team World Cup. 14 mm. World Cup, they actually haven't decided on how they're going to do the group stage yet. They had 
almost confirmed that it was going to be 16 groups of three. Yeah, that is games. That is absolute. Two major major problems with that. One, if you have a very unevenly matched group, you're going to have one team running away with it, winning both their games. And so there's a possibility that you might get the team getting through to the second round in second place. Uh, with one point and a negative goal difference, yes, because they've been spanked by one team and got a nil-nil draw against the other, and just then it comes down to fucking. But you've been but you was, got you that. Were spanked less than the other team who finished exactly. bottom. And then worse still, obvious opportunity because there's going to be because one team are going to complete their games before the other two, so the opportunities for a disgrace of Hejon situation, yes, where two sides will know exactly what they need to do to get through, it's right there. Uh, yeah. It took Mark, another Marco Van Basten pointed this out to FIFA, by the way. So they still haven't decided on the groups. It might well be 12 groups of four instead. Oh, for fuck's sake. How you get down to 16 or 32 from there, I'm not sure either. Well, so. that's the way I thought they were, that's the way I assumed they were going to do it because you, well, you can do it that way. So, because I'm sure the Euros did something similar where you can go from like, obviously not. The right number of teams, but you can go from you can get to forty eight to thirty two, and then go. You wouldn't you know, do that because it's got to be seven. be forty eight down to sixteen. Oh, that's so, bad. So you can't have that because you're going to have the group winners, and you're only going to have four second place people going through. Mm. Yeah, then you're going to have people going out with six points, which is the opposite end of the scale from the sixteen group. Thing. Well, you could, no, well, you could no, have no, the, no. you could have the top two, and then eight. Best third place teams. That's, what, then, that's what I was. That's what I was trying to make. That's the point. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. They, they did something similar to that in the Euros, didn't? Yeah. How would that work? The top two. No, because the, it, the top the top two goes through. So you there's your twenty four, and then you've got the eight the oh, eight no, best no, no, no. third place teams. Okay. And then yeah, you've whatever, got, then whatever, whatever happens. Whatever happens. There's only going to be there's only going to be seven games. Yeah. So it'll either be a group stage of two, then a last 32, 16, 8, 4, 2, or groups of four down to sixteen, eight. Four two, so that whatever happens, there won't be any more than seven games. They'll it'll be a last thirty-two if there are sixteen groups. Oh, so is, is, that, is that what they're trying to, they're what they're trying to do? They're, they're only well, they're to seven yeah. games. Yeah, because there has to be seven games. There won't be any more. There won't be any less. Well, why don't why don't they just play an extra what? game, what? make what? it an extra week longer, and do eight groups of five? Oh, well, that doesn't oh, work because that's four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's four. Can, so that need... can I be that guy and say why has it got to be seven games? Why can't it be eight? It'll be, it'll be, some, it'll be something to do with the, the, the clubs don't want them playing any extra games and all that piss. You know what Jurgen oh, Klopp's oh, like? Yeah. He doesn't even like playing 38 fucking league games. Yeah, I was going to I was going to blame FIFA here. <laughs> Imagine that. But um, <laughs> tonight I feel gay. Tonight I feel like a migrant worker. But uh, tonight I feel like... Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Tonight I feel like not blaming FIFA. And yes, it probably is a club. That's the only reference that Infantino. Fucking idiot going to mention on here but I don't, I don't see how it's going to work you 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 might as well right you might as well no, that wouldn't work either. just make it a straight fucking knockout straight fucking knockout like uh yeah. it was in 1930 no a guy that, so, uh, there's, just, get, there's just get 64 teams oh, well, that's, yeah that's what i was going to say so there's a guy there's a guy on fight and talk all the time canadian guy greg brady oh yes um Hello, he's, there. it's hockey time tonight. Absolutely, yeah. He's <laughs> I, I, he's really really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but he was saying forty-eight teams does not work. So you, you've either got to go from keep it at thirty-two, or you've got to go all the way up to sixty-four. Mm. That that would just mean you having to play either the top team goes through, which 
might not be the worst thing. You've got 16 groups of four, as opposed to eight, and only the top team goes through. Gives you more to play for. Or you'll have one extra game, you'll go into a round of 32. Which, extra games for, for us, football without fans is nothing, apparently. That's, uh, what, so, that's, so what, the, that's what the Germans say. And they're nothing if not efficient. Um, well, they're nothing at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, apparently McCoist said that. He goes, there's a... Was it... Who was doing the game with him today? Uh, it was him and... It was him Matterface. Matterface. Yeah, Matterface yeah. goes, they were doing... Uh, um, Sam Matterface, one of... Um, the the not preeminent commentators in this country. <laughs> uh, he said, I, otherwise, otherwise of... known as the luckiest man in commentary because he is absolutely terrible, and somehow he's managed to get the top job at ITV. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to say he was married to Natalie Sawyer for one minute. Which oh no, she no she banned him as well. In two years, anyway, make it make it. <laughs> yes, so so he said, there's lots of thingy, there's lots of upset Germans around us, and Ali McCoist, Rangers' greatest ever goal scorer, Scottish football <laughs> legend. <laughs> to, to put it into context, so this guy is this guy is um, not uh, not an unknown quantity, and, and uh, who is the best pundit in this country? I think we can all agree, uh, is Sir Alistair McCoist. Um, he said. Uh, to the response to Sam Matterface saying, there's lots of upset and angry Germans around us, his response was, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, not sure you can say that, Alistair, but never mind. Or what you could do. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's had a stick. He's like, I, can, I can just imagine Rory's got some sort of graph going. <laughs> that would require some preparation. Uh, you, t- you, you, t- you tell the club size just to just to can it, right? Okay, okay, You tell them, you, you, and you assume they're going to answer the way you want, which I agree is probably the flaw in my plan. But then you still stick with the sixteen, a three, or the, which is not, which still isn't ideal. No, right. You play each other twice. Oh, rather right. than once. Oh, that's, okay. that's not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. Still do the top two going through, which again, far from ideal. You are playing. Oh no, no, sorry, I should have thought about that. I mean, you're playing two extra games, aren't you? I right. Nine here's, here's one. You still right. do it though. Fuck it. Yeah, go on. Here's one. Here's one. You have sixteen the sixteen groups of three. Right? Yeah. Now we look at this we we all know about the Swiss model is what they call the new Champions League, where you've got a group of 20, but you only play eight teams in it or some rubbish like that. Now, what you do is you have 16 groups of three, but you are paired off with somebody in another group. So, like, one will play one in... Like, you're drawn out, and then you're then assigned a team from... A group A, one team will play another team from group B, then you get your fourth game. And that way you can play all those games at the same time, and you've not got a, you've not got a disgrace of hee-haw. Oh, I feel like. Hmm? I, don't, I don't quite. I don't. I, I, so I, I, right. I, I so you have you have got right. So you've got three. So we have. So if, if I get let's get the wall, let's get the wall chat out again. So presently we have got Ecuador, Senegal, and in Holland will be in Group A. Yes. In Group B, you'll have England, USA, and Wales. They'll play each other. Okay, that's that. So they'll play each other, and you have played two games each at that point. 
<clears throat> you will then be paired, you will have pre-draw, you will also at the draw be paired off with somebody in the other group. So England would then could potentially play a third game against Senegal. And then right. the points are awarded into their proper group. So you're playing three games. Ah, okay. So, like, England won their first two games and, and Wales won their first two games. Um, USA would be USA would be out, but they would play Holland or Senegal or Ecuador for the other one. And then you would just be awarded points as usual and it would just go against your tally. Right, that way, yeah, okay. That way you can play all your last games at the same time. Yeah, okay. And and you're not having you don't have the an, an Algeria situation again. It's yeah, I like that. It's a it's a slightly complicated way of doing it, but it's making the best of a bad situation potentially. Oh, the lovely the, the lovely Kelly's on from Do, from Square and Doha. She has oh. been on all day. She was on Five Live all day today. Was she? Oh, she's a she's a trooper. She was doing the bloody Australia game yesterday. Well, this might this might this might sound worse than what I mean it to, but I I bet there's not that many women slash reporters there. So she's got to be. Oh, I'm sure I, you're I, probably right. <laughs> I, I I've seen I've seen quite a few of the sports journalists with the female sports journalists over here who said they they won't go and they aren't going. Well, I think I think things go a long way when your father's kind of. Kenneth Mathis and Dublish. Well. <laughs> you, but 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 you but you say that to you say that to somebody in thingy, you say that to somebody in Qatar and they'll go who? That's Kelly there's Kelly Summers, you're you're Kelly like Kelly Cates, aren't you? Oh, sorry. No, Kate, sorry. Yes, I am thinking of Kelly Cates. Kelly Cates. Kelly Cates, Cates is five live. Kelly Cates has been on Five Live all day. Kelly Summers yeah, has, Ke- she's been almost she's been a lot of the she games. She has been for a lot of games to be fair. Both you're both you're correct on both to be honest. Both of them have been trippers so far. <laughs> Kelly Summers does not have a Wikipedia page. There you go. You search for her, either Doug Summers comes up and just to bring it oh, up, right. <laughs> or a Canadian ice hockey player called Kelly Summers, which is sort of tangentially relevant as well. We'll ask we'll ask Matt or some we'll ask Matt or somebody later on if he was any good. Just trying to see how many teams are actually in FIFA. Get the fucking all in. Just do an FA Cup. Just yeah, FA Cup draw it. Just FA Cup draw. Get everybody in. You have a you have a prelim. <laughs> you have a preliminary round for. Yeah, for uh, your also rounds. Yeah, for your I, San Marinos. Have I missed the death of David Johnson here? By the looks of it. Oh dear. You have. Yes. yes. Oh dear. Oh dear. So former Ipswich and Liverpool and England striker David Johnson. Liverpool, Liverpool, and Everton. So the BBC, yes, yes, he was. Yeah, the BBC, I believe. Well, they've all they took off. I'm still, I'm still looking at Luke Shaw. Four seventeen matches for the Tulsa Roughnecks in 1984. Yes. Should we should we should we spend this half trying to talk about some wrestling? I think so. As, as Doug Summers reminded you. <laughs> oh. 
Mate, uh, so yeah, go, go ahead. I, I'm gonna, you're going to join me out in the kitchen because I'm on cup of tea duty before I do dash off a good in an hour. So uh, join me as I make a cup of tea, gentlemen. But do, do continue the chat. Might get a bit echoey for the next Can Kind of good start things off. Well, <laughs> Ben, you mentioned it on the last chicken salad, which um, will be out the day after. So no point referencing it because it's coming out the day after. This is going to come out. Um, that. Uh, we started the special relations in November with a chat about the Survivor series. Um, so shall we? Shall we? Shall we discuss the Survivor series just now, or shall we dive into some of the big stories that I've just realised we've ignored for the last forty-five minutes? I, I, I personally think, for Ben's sake, we get the Survivor series out of the way now. Okay. <laughs> Only thinking okay. of you, mate. <laughs> so, right, we'll, we'll, we'll make it quick. Survivor Series could be quite big this year because of two I, words. War games. War games. War games. Won't be hearing that this year. <laughs> uh, so it's it's again it's actually tonight if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. Um, let me get the let me get the old card up here. Uh, so yes, Survivor Series. It's actually changed its name to Survivor Series War Games. So. Vince is Vince will not be happy. Five matches on the card so far. Uh, the the women's and the men's war games. You've got Ronda against Shotzi for the SmackDown Women's Championship. AJ against Finn Balor, which if I remember correctly, their match at TLC 2017. The the elevated not that's not elevated liver in, liver enzymes. What was that? Viral meningitis or some mm, show. Yeah. Elevated liver enzymes. It's quite American bash. Oh six. Yes. <laughs> So the, the TLC 17 was a curse show as well, uh, but they had a banger that night. And then there's a triple threat match for the US Championship. Uh, I, well, I, yeah. I am surprised that Vince never at any stage changed it to Survive Series brand supremacy. Oh, that's just that's just a given battle. <laughs> uh, so Women's War Games is Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, Mia Yim and Tabar. Uh, against Damage Control, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. Rhea just seems a bit tacked on to this for me. Uh, I think she's tacked on for a reason. And that's because, uh, well, storyline-wise, it would make the most sense in the world for to be announced to be Beth Phoenix. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a fair shout. That is a fair shout. But given that it's in Boston, I think to be a, to be announced will be Miss Banks. I was thinking about that. Do you have her come back sans Naomi? Or do you have them both come back at the Royal Rumble? Because I think a Royal Rumble return is a grander stage. No disrespect mm. to War Games. I don't know. It might be. It might. It might. It might come back. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm, ass, I'm assuming that she's from Boston. I, I don't. She, I, I don't know this offhand. Do we say she's from Boston, Massachusetts? I, I always listen to the pay-per-views with the sound down. Oh yeah. Because because we're because we're twitching. Uh, that's a good point. Yes. So, and I'm probably and I'm also singing our theme song as well when I'm coming out. <laughs> oh, I I could see I could see a situation where they have. Both ladies return on the same night, but not together. Yes, well, I think that's like that. I mean, well, you could do that. Somebody could be taken out pre-match, mm. and then. Well, I was 
I was thinking they more. Come out. Well, I've been thinking what we'll get to it when we get to the next match. I think she could more go together with her husband. Well, there is yes. So AJ and AJ and Finn. No, no, I'm on about I'm on about Naomi here. Oh right, sorry. Yes, well you could do that. Yeah, she become part of the bloodline. Yes. Uh, well, yes, that, there is that. Um, although, uh, is she really? Is she oozy enough? That's what I want to know. I, well, is she oozy enough? I think she's oozy enough. Uh, so speaking of being oozy enough, you have the bloodline, and the bloodline on Wikipedia does include it's not the bloodline and Sami Zayn. He is a full oos. <laughs> it's, it's Roman Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn, and the Usos. In the, well, in the same bracket. Sammy, Sammy Zayn has done something that no other person in the world, maybe apart from Roman Reigns, has done, which is to make the Usos interesting. So, you know, I, that man is a god and a saint all in one go. I don't know how they don't. And I, I, like, I know they have, there's all these clips of, I think it's Jimmy breaking character, like breaking character. He always ends up laughing. Or it could be Jay, because Jimmy mm. is... No, it must be Jimmy that keeps breaking character because he is ridiculous on total divas he can't keep a, he can never keep a straight face so it must be him that keeps but i don't know how whoever it is one of them always ends up cracking and the other one doesn't i don't know how he keeps a straight face because now, it is even roman and paul Heyman are cracking up the, the storyline as i know it is that one of the usos thinks sammy is great and the other one bet wouldn't even throw him on the floor yes so there is a there is a thingy. So I think it's Jimmy that isn't usy enough. Yeah. Jay is Jay is um, pro us. All the us. But um, but but but, all, but but Jimmy is all, is is not usy. All us all the time. <laughs> yes. All us all, all day. But I do. My 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 thought is I don't know I don't know if uh, Drew and the brawling brutes win it, but I do think there's going to be some sort of miscommunication between the Usos and Sammy because with Owens has got Owens has got to be there for a reason, and it's either to have a feud with Roman or to start the thing with Sammy, and I'm not sure which it is yet. This is going to this is going to have a thingy. This is going to have a War Games '92 finish. Sammy is going to be Sammy is going to be Larry Zabisco. You reckon Sammy's going to be the one who's going to... Sammy's going to be Zabisco. The, the non usy Uso is going to be like, well, I told you he wasn't Uso enough. Um, they're then all going to turn on Sammy and Kevin Owens is going to come out and make safe. Mm. Again. He's not going to have that with his bra. <laughs> uh, but, yes, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's amazing what a man having banger after banger after banger after banger after banger can do, and having <laughs> having like if 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 what if what Gunther or oh, sorry Gunther and Sheamus did in Cardiff had happened anywhere else out with the realms of of pro wrestling, they both would be in the jail. Um, <laughs> that was I'm slightly disappointed that we're not getting a that we're not getting a a a, a, a brawling brutes. Imperium plus two others on either side war games mm. because I just just give me more of that. Well, am I am I right in thinking that Gunther is going to be facing? Is this World Cup thing going to be wrapped up before by 
No, it can't do, can it? Pass. Because I know they started. I know they started a little thing with Gunther and Braun Strowman, haven't they? They've, I've seen that. Oh no! Oh yes. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've not kept up with SmackDown recently. That seems, that seems a bit crap. But going with going with your theory, I could see them doing a, something where Sheamus gets the win. And they put and they build James up to be like a challenger of the month at the Rumble because you know you can you can get away with a throwaway challenger at the Royal Rumble. And we know the match will be a banger after banger, banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. Hey. Then there's that thing of are oh, you going to give the faces? Are oh, you going to give the faces the big win on both on both matches? Right, so the semi-finals take place this Friday as we're recording. Okay, so no, it won't then. It won't. It won't finish up before the show. Uh, they might do the. They might do the final at the show, but they won't do the actual. It's it's Braun against Ricochet and Santos Escobar against Butch. So Braun's gonna win. Braun's gonna win it then, isn't he? That's what. Yeah. That's... And it's for the number one contender. Hmm. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it for the Intercontinental title? I'm sure it is. I think so, yeah. It looks like it is on here, according to Woke Culture. Well, they're always right. Oh, I know. Woke Culture, the Wikipedia of the fucking wrestling internet. But I think, if it was me, I think, you know, in terms of who do, you th- who do I think needs it more, I think, like, I'd give I'd give the win to Drew, Drew's team in the men's match and Damage Control's team in the women's match. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> That's just that's just not. I, I always go with Drew's team. Well, obviously. Ronda against I, Shotzi, I. Well, that's like that's the same as what I was just talking about. That's just challenging of the month stuff, isn't yeah, it? That's, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a royal, that's a Royal Rumble women's match, isn't it? Yeah. I I like Shotzi well enough, but come on now, that's that's that, a time killer. That's done. That's doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. That's doing nothing for me. Easy against Balor. Yeah, we said that's probably going to be a banger. Yeah, that'll be uh, fantastic. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll be a top match. No. <laughs> Hot take, I know, but it will be. Bad. If it's not a banger, then something has gone seriously wrong. Yeah. Um, I think Triple H, will, he's the sort... No, I'm not going to say he outright books the work, right? Because he doesn't, but it would be just... I'll be over-egging the pudding if I said that. But I do think, unlike a certain other bloke, Triple H knows what he has. And he's certainly more... <laughs> More amenable to playing to the strengths of his roster. Let's let's say that. So I can see them getting a good twenty minutes, and that's all. <laughs> Capital underline all I ask of that match. He Bala and AJ twenty minutes. I'm not going to complain too much. It's 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 a five match card so far. You've got to imagine that both war games will go between twenty and forty minutes a pop. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because they're both ten, they're both ten person ones as well. So they've added the extra two folk from the NXT one. Well, I would, so, I would imagine as well. Sorry, Callum, I would sorry? imagine as well that they've they're going to add in LA Knight and Bray. I, I think that will be a match. Okay, but that 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 one wouldn't. That's not going to take up much time. That that'll take five if you're yeah. lucky. Um, Rondon Shorts is not going to take a long time. I can't imagine. Um, but yeah, yeah, so. Triple H is is, is 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 trying to book for what people want to see, booking for what basically booking what he wants to see as well. Mm. Not yeah. not not unlike um Tony Khan. 
But he's doing it in such a way that he's not going to spaff seven matches between now and fucking New Year's Day on the same <laughs> six-man tag. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. That is just... I like I like the Death Triangle as much as the next chappy. But I don't need to see it seven times when one of them is already champion. I... I'm not a lover of best of seven series at the best, uh, you know, at the best of time. So, you know, we, you know, everybody always thinks back to the Benoit, Booker T, best seven. Guess what, guys? Go back and watch those matches. They're good, but they're not great. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to think, you have to do it with guys that are good enough to have seven different matches. It's that, and it's that thing, it's that thing as well. In rigged sports, as you know, as wrestling is predetermined rigged sports. Best of seven series don't work because by the time you get to match six, you know they're going to go to a match seven. You yeah, know that exactly where it's going to end up at. Matches but, five and six. Because when you get to three, one, you might as well not bother for the next two matches. Might as well not yeah. bother. Yeah. But you know, there's also going to happen. I'm not being what's it because you know me, I love AEW. I can already see the ladder match for match seven from here. I don't know how they're going to work it because best of seven series work when there's something to attain. Both people can attain at the mm. end. What's going to happen? Like you've got one of the trios already champion. That that baffles I, me. I honestly think it's because they haven't got that many. They haven't got the trios teams at the moment. Oh yeah. Dark Order is nothing. House of Black are just about to come back. They're, they're, they'd be two of your challenges. Your best friends. Are good, but they're not exactly, you know, challenge. You know, they're not exactly at that level. They need, if you're going to have the trios bouncing. I, I, six months ago when they did have the units, when they had the undisputed hero and a couple of others, you know, six. That it was a great idea, but now with the injuries and things that have happened, you're like, it's amazing. Everybody in AEW is in a stable, but they've got no trios teams. Mm. It is. I, I, I don't know how. I don't know how they've done it. But it, well, it's... You're going to have a situation tonight as we're recording this on Wednesday night. So tonight, I'm guessing that the Blackpool Combat Club will dissolve. The, mm-hmm. the, the wrestlers will go their own way and, you know, Regal's going to go with the devil. It was, this was, this was a, a, of, of all things done for vanity in all elite wrestling, this is the most, this is the most egregious because this mm. was done for the elite and nothing, and with no other plan, and then they fucking shagged that the first night. And the other part of me thinks: Does anybody want? Is are these the only guys who want to work with the elite at the moment? Well, yeah, I think I think that's a great call. Yeah, no, I, I, never yeah, thought about that. I, I think that's a, I think that's a lot in that. Because I, you know, looking back to the show on Sunday and it was Saturday night, and it was a great show, but their match was only second on the card. And there's been a lot of backlash for the recent being the elite. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how many people watch being the elite for the um, like alongside AEW television, but they've got a lot of backlash for yeah. highlighting the the fuck CM Punk chance. Yeah, and they've just gone. They have acted like children, so yeah. maybe CM Punk had a point. Because let's you, let's, be, I, let's I think I don't. I, you've, you've led me into it, Cal. So I'm going to say it. As much as CM Punk did wrong, and I'm not going to sit here and defend the guy. As much as he did wrong, there was wrong on both sides. There was wrong. There was clearly wrong on both sides. And you've you've got a situation there where you've got a guy. As much as I like Tony, he's got you know he's not a manager. He's a boss. He's a you know, 
You need, no, he's, sorry, you need he's, your boss. He's not even a boss. Need, he's trying to be everybody's friend. That's, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you need to manage people at some point. You can't go around being all nighty-nighty. He is a, he's, he's a name. Ab- he's a name above a door. Yeah, the whole situation should have been nipped in the bud when Punk did that promo on page. You knew this was coming along the line. You, you did think it was going to get to quite a public fight that everybody could see, but you knew something was going to go down here, and he never he never addressed it. He oh, was yeah. he was he was for lack of a better term fucked as soon as he let him go on that tirade about. Colt Cabana. He sat there and he let him he let him go on. Un, like he pointed the guy out. He was coming in knowing that he was gonna do that. The guy didn't ask him a question. If you watch the full footage, he points the guy out and says, You know you know Scott Colton. And he goes, mm. Yes, I do. And he goes, ah, blah, blah, blah. he shares a bank account with his mum. Tony can should just want to go like that, right? Stop. Either go out and calm down or we're just nipping this in the bud just now, but he let him go on and on and on, and at no point did he make any attempt to stop it. So he's only, mm. he really only does of himself to blame. Yeah, I'm going to come in here. So, two, uh, two, two points on this. Number one, uh, did anybody else cringe when they saw that WWE announced there's going to be a press conference after Survivor Series? Guess who Shane McMahon shares the bank account with? Um, but yeah, the CM Punk stuff, we might as well talk about it now. We've come on to it as we were always going to. I did consider curtailing it because I'm going to be talking about it in a mere 19 years and 10 months' time anyway. I don't want to discuss it in the previous two months, but I will go here. And it's an important point about Tony Khan as well. It's one we have discussed. We talked about it with the Cody stuff early part of the year. See, just my personal experience, I have worked before under a supervisor who was basically my mate. He's a person who was all smiles on a Monday morning and you'd sit down for 10, 15 minutes over the first coffee of the day, talking about match of the day and match of the day too. And then maybe you'd get to about quarter to 10 and you think, oh, should we check the call list and see what work we've got to do? Yeah, okay, I'll have all of that. Then we'll go to a joke book at 11.30 and days at work are really, really fun. And I've also worked under managers who would not give you the time of day. You know, they would grunt at best, if you ever held the door open for them. But guess who I was more productive under? That's what Tony Khan needs to try to be. He needs to try to be the latter. I don't think he's got it in him, quite frankly, because Mm. I feel like this is something we've been saying long before the CM Punk stuff. The warning signs have been there for a very long time, and on the rare occasions he has been cornered, the Big Swall stuff comes to mind, for example. He has not dealt with these things very well at all. But he must have known that he would not be able to carry on like this. Maybe AEW more of a success than he expected. But now after three years, he can't just be the nice supervisor anymore. And you're absolutely right that he should have seen the punk thing coming. Yeah. And he should have just tried to grab the microphone away from him. Oh, no, we all know that CM Punk is a very driven individual. <laughs> to put things very, very mildly and over kindly. Pulling the microphone away might not have worked. Might have just grabbed it back. Might have uh, told everyone that he was being silenced at a bit of a callback, but doesn't matter. Tony should have not. For such a supposed wrestling nerd like Tony Khan, he has to know what Phil Brooks is like. He must have seen the tirade coming. I mean, we're not, he let we're it get worse. Even... He let it get yeah. worse. He, lets, he let Paige get buried. He let the elite like him or not get buried. 
And it was just not not to defend Punk one iota on this one. The guy is an arsehole. Let's let's people love Punk. The guy's an arsehole. One of my top ten of all time. Still an arsehole. No question about it. But this was just poor, poor management. And this is why here we are five weeks from the end of the year for something that happened in the first week of September and it's still nowhere near being resolved yet. Again, it's, it's I, I, I made a joke about him turning into Shawn Michaels, right? But Shawn Michaels was an arsehole. Again, one of the, as you say, one of the best ever. Shawn Michaels was an arsehole and Vince McMahon did nothing. Vince McMahon let him away with it to the point that he let Bret Hart, who had been with the company for however long at that point, leave, want to go because he couldn't work with Sean as well. He couldn't work. Vince McMahon couldn't pay him, but Bret Hart, would, if he didn't hate Shawn Michaels at the time, wouldn't have gone to WCW. They would have come to some arrangement. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. He didn't need to pay him this 20-year contract. If Shawn Michaels had been a nice guy, and there might have been, we've discussed the Brett and Sean thing on a previous episode, that it might just all have been a big miscommunication, but Jesus Christ, all they had to do was sit down and talk with each other. Something that CM Punk, 20 years down the line, didn't, wasn't able to do. It's just history rewriting itself all over again. <laughs> and and I'm not saying that this is, I, I was thinking when, 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 you, when you guys were talking that money mark promotions don't always necessarily end up being long for this world and I'm not saying that all elite wrestling is going to go away anytime soon because this guy's no regular money mark He's, his father's one of the richest guys in the United States but he needs somebody he needs a uh, Pat Patterson he hmm. needs somebody there to say no you can't let this go on he needs he needs a he needs a general manager he needs a like somebody that will just go around or a commit like some somebody to act as a peacemaker or an arbiter for all these sort of things happening and just go. The thing is, he's no. got lots of old hands. He's got Dustin Rhodes. He's got William Regal. He's got God forbid Jeff Jarrett. Now he has the people there who could play this role, and if you're gonna bring them in, then if it's a job they want, which of course is another matter, but if they do, then you've got to give it to them because they know what these locker rooms are like. And I personally don't think that locker rooms in 2022 are as different as how they were in 1992 as some people are. I, I, I think there's still a fair bit of needle going on. Okay, general behaviour is far better, and thank God for that. No, Undertaker can very much piss off in this regard, but I still think you need someone now who really knows how these people behave. I mean, somebody like Sammy Guevara, for example, who oh, you spoke yes. perfectly just a few days ago when we were having a chat about that match. Callum, an exceptional worker, but I write bell end of a man. Well, yes. no fucking shit. <laughs> now, he is the sort. He is the sort of person who would benefit again if he'd listen. No guarantee from somebody like Regal or Jarrett or Arn Anderson. Yeah, you know, just trying to put him straight on a few things. And Tony Khan me, has these people at his disposal, and I don't think he's using them. Yes, he, he needs, needs to, to use them. Yes. For me, I think it's. I think it's it. It might even be a simpler thing than that because, for all intents and purposes, this isn't a wrestling promotion. It's a TV. They are making TV. They like the UK tour. That's the first tour they've done. I know we've been in COVID, but that's the first tour they are going to do when they come over here. 
you know, the, the what what you're talking, you're talking maybe, you know, a couple once a month do the do the television you know, the dark elevation tapings and then they do they do the other tapings on one night, don't they? You know, or or maybe two in a week. Yeah, so you that's not, what, that's, not, that's, not, that's not your traditional wrestling company. No. One one week they will one week they do Rampage Dark and Dynamite in the one night and then the other week they'll do Rampage Live. Yeah. And then obviously you've got your you've got your pay per view nights and Battle of the Belts will get recorded same night as Rampage yeah. sometimes. But the point I'm making is this isn't a company where guys are together, guys and girls are together every day. You know, no. maybe once or once or two times a week. And sure. arguments of things get escalated in that time. You know, if you if you you know, Rory just made the point about his you know work environment. If you see somebody every day, chances are you'll talk it through. You won't let things bubble up. But guess what? If a guy does a promo on Wednesday, and we know everybody in it, you know, we know people in AEW aren't there every week, so they've been bubbling up. They've heard that promo for a whole week, and they ain't seen Phil Brooks until the next Wednesday. You know, we're not we're even on, even in the social media age, we're still we still got our thoughts and our feelings that we ain't gonna put online unless we're an idiot. Sammy Guevara. <laughs> yes. well, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, unless we're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Do we think it's a slightly tangential point, but it's one we could bring up now in one of our very rare AEW discussions on the special relations? Podcast. Very rare, very rare, never happens. Thank you, Benjamin. Do you? Th- I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, by the way. But you, do you think that Tony and again, once again, back to the people he's got at his disposal who have quite the track record in this sort of thing? Should probably work a little bit closer on promos. I mean, a work shoot here and there is all very good. And as I've said on the Wrestling 20 Years Ago podcast many times, that you know, pro wrestling shouldn't just exist in its own bubble. And bringing in a little bit of realism here and there is fine, if not outright to be encouraged, as long as it's something that can legitimately advance the story. I think one of AEW's problems is just people have virtual shoots just for the sake of virtual shoots that I don't think sell any t- any further tickets who make any more money looking at you, Britt Baker. She, she, she's far <laughs> from the only. I know we have our Britt, Britt Baker fans among us and she's far from the, you know, maybe even far from the worst culprit, but she's the first one that came to mind. Weight of numbers. Do you think that's something they could, not outright scripting, because I don't think anybody wants to see outright scripted promos, but bullet points and just trying to keep people on track? Again, easier said than done, because when CM Punk is going to go out there and say, stop me, I'm telling lies, stop me when I'm telling lies for 10 minutes, now, a bullet point isn't going to bring him down. But I just wonder if that's something Tony Khan can afford to look at. Now, you can still have artistic freedom, quote unquote, without letting people just let rip out there all the time. Uh, yeah, I think you need more than a bullet point. If your bullet point just now is go out for eight minutes and talk about Adam Page. That's pretty much what it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, that might not be the best thing to do. Your problem is if you have get guys. I think that's uh, with all the guys that they have there, they have got some of the best talkers in in, in the, the the industry, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. One Arn Anderson that you that, that you bring out uh, comes immediately to mind. The problem is is if you have get guys who are balanced. As soon as that red light that says live goes on, they could talk. They can just do what the hell they want. So I think, again, bullet pointing is probably necessary in the company, but you've got to get a handle on guys just going into business for themselves as well. 
I think I think that has started to happen. And I, if you if you read some of the reports online, that's why a lot of the uh, you know the regular reviewers of the TV programs aren't exactly satisfied with it because what they've what they've turned into essentially is yeah WCW probably in about ninety seven. It's just just formulaic TV and you know having good matches for the sake of good matches, which it's fine, but sometimes you like I and I always say this, don't I? You want some sizzle with the steak. And since the all out incidents happened, there hasn't been enough sizzle. There's been some great matches. And you know, I talk about the pay-per-view on Saturday night. The the pay-per-view side of things is not is fine because that show Saturday night was great. And if if anybody wants to argue with me, that that's fine. But it was a great show. When when you've got four or five matches, genuine four or five matches at about four stars each, all jostling for match of the night, that's gotta be a good thing, right? But what they need to do is now they need to be focused and Bullet points, I think, is definitely what's the order of the day. So you know exactly what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, and a general idea of what you're going to say. Not doesn't need to be overly scripted like WWE is, because let's face it, that's a bit dull. But we don't need, we don't need, we don't need like. I think the ROH thing needs to stop. I think we need to separate that totally. I think that's a that's a big part to the problem with the television product is. There's all these belts going on at the moment. We don't know, you know, who's defending what at one time. It's, it's getting a bit alliance-tastic. And let's just get back to what was good, you know. Like like you guys said, you've got some of the best talkers, some of the best wrestlers in the business. Just get back focused to what you were doing before. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree to, to, to an extent. I, with, with the Ring of Honor stuff, Absolutely. If you have got, they've got, they've basically got a, 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 a retainer on Universal Studios for Dark. Mm. So why don't you turn some of the Dark tapings in and just brand it Ring of Honor? Yeah. Send some more Joe down. He needs to go down once a month because they do massive, yeah. they do massive tapings, don't they? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Send these guys down once a month, brand it Ring of Honor Wrestling, and 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 put it on YouTube again. Well, Tony, Tony said in that scrum call, you know. I don't. I could quite easily do a YouTube show, but I don't want to. And it's like, but why not? I know. Why That's such not? a missed opportunity because the, the the Ring of Honor YouTube page hasn't had an update on it since Death Before Dishonor. Mm. And the thing so, with the thing with the, and the thing with the YouTube show is, or, you know, put it on there. If it's a success, if it's a success, then you can show the networks. Look, look, look what we're doing. Well, that's what that's what the thing you did and. Again, we're, we're, we're not necessarily... This isn't a one-to-one comparison. But the first... The pre-pandemic power shows were getting 100 to 200,000 views on yeah. YouTube. Sometimes some of, them, some of the bigger ones were pushing quarter of a million. If you go to, to a network and say, look, this is this is a YouTube show. This is... Imagine what we could do with all your backing. Mm. I, I don't I don't see it. That is such it is such a missed opportunity because they don't even put the thing is they don't even put the Ring of Honor stuff that happens on Dynamite or on Rampage or pay per views onto the Ring of Honor thing. It's basically three letters that show up on AEW television. Yeah, it is. It's exactly like the W. Like I'm going to go went Bret Hartley. The WCW was during the lines. <laughs> One thing I also don't like as well is I've just looked at the thingy. I've just looked at the go back to the the, the best of seven. So you've got full gear, but that match yes. was unannounced until the Wednesday night. Until the Wednesday night. So you had three days built to that. You've then got 
tonight is match number two. Tonight is we are taping Thanksgiving Eve. Next one's in Dynamite on the November 30th. Next one is Winter is Coming. Next one after that, if necessary, is Holiday Bash. Then New Year Smash. And then the January 7th Dynamite. Those are seven matches between t- six of your biggest stars you are giving out on free television. Where do, you go, where do you go after that? Because why is anyone going to buy a pay-per-view to see that match ever again? I, I can't... Well, they they haven't got a pay-per-view until February, so I, I get that March, part of it. March, in fact. Revolution March. Revolution yes, March. March night or something, yeah. So... I think by that stage, as I said before, I think they'll had some of these teams come back from the injuries and stuff, and they can they'll build other challenges up, and then you know the elite. Because I I if you watch the front at the moment, obviously there's this whole um, crisis of confidence thing that uh, or this you know morality play going on with Ray Fenix at the moment. So I can see that coming to a head with him and Pack in one of the one of the matches. To be fair, and, but I get I get I get your point. Yeah, it's very much recently. I think, yes, and since it all out happened, it's very much been Tony Khan is playing uh, EWR. Mm. (laughs) I I, I think you're right, Ben. It just needs to go back to basics. I think, for me, it just seems to be, in the last couple of months in particular, have just been in a holding pattern because of what's happened and because of injuries. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of the younger guys getting the shot. So look at, you, you look at their ra- role of champions at the moment. So MJF, um, Orange Cassidy, uh, Jamie Hayter, the acclaimed, you know, these are people who, yes, we know AEW don't have a training facility, quote unquote, but these are guys who are getting their first real national exposure right now. And there's a re and, and there's a reason why they're they're getting it rather than the established names. Yes, and for a while they were going away from that as well because you had Moxley, you had a not the TNT titles always tend really been homegrown, mm. but yeah, you had all these outside stars being the champions are now coming back and they're having all these guys that are are OG AEW guys yeah. and Samojo. And Samoa and and Smojo. you could um, die at any moment. Could, yeah, but your Ring of Honor is more your ex your ex WWE guys now with Jericho, FTR, Samojo. Is Garcia still the pure champion? He is. Oh, mm. chance that they should have scored that. Oh, another chance of ten minutes to go. Still Belgium won Canada nil. Good chance there for Canada. Canada have a tie by quarter. Canada for that good second half as well. Mm. But I think you know, I think I think they've got, I think they've got every chance of making a success of it. Like I think they're coming out the other side of it now. Yeah, yeah. And I could I can live with a holding pattern. I can live with boring television. It's when it gets absolutely dire, like it did under Vince's watch the last couple of months of Vince's watch. That's when yeah. I have a problem. Yeah, and that that's the one thing I think we said in run up to Clash at the Castle was. It's becoming for years. I can't remember the last time I watched a full episode of Raw. Mm. For years, it was I will watch the best bits on YouTube. Yeah, and I've done. I did that for years, and I've so I actually started watching the pay per views because yeah. we've got we've got a Twitch, and it's all it's always better to have a 
a couple of beverages and uh, watch it with your watch it with your pals. But it's become watchable now. Yeah, and that's really, and that's a low bar to hurdle after the last yeah. few years. Is make it watchable and hopefully, hopefully AEW can be made watchable. I'm sure it will be eventually. Mm. They're just they're just going through a bit of turmoil just now. WWE are still finding their feet under this new regime. The difference, the difference is, Callum. The difference is, AEW is still watchable. That, but that is all it is—is is watchable. You're, do you know what I mean? Like you could just yeah. sit there two hours ago. Yes, it's all right. It's pretty, you know, five, six out of ten. Every, yeah, it's fine. WWE, you know, coming from a position where it was like three out of ten or four out of ten. Yeah, it's only up to five or six now. Watchable is the bar to hurdle for WWE to get it to that point as a as, yes. a, as a bonus. Exactly. And then twenty twenty three, looking forward twenty twenty three could be very good. Mm. We could be the we could think like we'll never be back to the heights it was in ninety seven ninety eight ninety nine and obviously you're not going head to head but if you can if you can watch very a very good wrestling show on Monday a very good wrestling show on Wednesday. Then again on Thursday, then again on Friday, then you have Saturdays or Sundays being the pay per views. I think we, I think we'd all be very what, happy. And that's what I, you know, that's what we want. That's what I want. You know, people think I'm this sort of this anti WWF guy. I'm not. I'm just anti bad, boring wrestling. <laughs> anti stuff that well, makes me want to poke my eyes out. <laughs> exactly. And and what I will say, and I'll say it quickly, you know. Fan people we know and fans online and you know we've all read it. You know they were all saying, "Oh, I hate AEW. They always they always promote this show as the biggest show ever. They always have a guest, you know, somebody returning or a guest star. They've got they've got all this bloated rotors and guys in stables not doing anything. Well, guess what? Welcome to Triple H in 2022, guys. It's the same thing. Oh, but welcome to Tony Schiavone, circa 1998. <laughs> tonight is the great. Tonight will be the greatest night in the history of our sport. Well, and that's the thing. I don't get why people complain because you would be complaining even more if it turned out if you if you get um, Kevin Patrick opening Monday Night Raw and and Michael Cole going opening every every Thursday for SmackDown and going. You know what, guys? Just give this one a miss. It's, it's going to be yeah. a bit crap tonight. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. give it a miss. Don't don't yeah. bother. I can't, I can't imagine any promoter ever going, yeah, this match and they're going to be very good. <laughs> Jim Ross, Jim Ross probably would do it. Uh, don't worry tonight. It's going to be, it's going to be fucking terrible. But it, it just, sorry, I know, I know I've said this to you guys both privately, but it just winds me up so much because it's like, if you, if you watch the WWE route and enjoy it, which I do, and you cannot see the comparison between AEW or Impact a year ago, then you're being blind or you just don't want to listen. And I can't decide which. If you didn't like the thing is, I, I don't know how much I don't know how much of it is. Well, certainly when I do it, it's all it's it's all sarcastic when when I when I do it. Yeah, buddy AEW mark you. Um, <laughs> but if you didn't like WWE, you wouldn't have spent a small fortune going to Cardiff for the weekend. No. Yeah. I mean a lot of, a lot of it was what I wanted to see you guys, but you know. A lot of it was well as it it looked like a bloody good show. And I ain't gonna waste and it, you know, I ain't gonna waste best part of three hundred quid just go go see you guys as much as I love you both. To see to see Rory and uh you've just walked a pod walked past a podcast legend t shirt. Oh, oh that was that was the, that was <laughs> the highlight of the weekend. Central. 
that was a highlight of the weekend. That t-shirt is on the pile of uh, on the pile of washing opposite me on the baby's change table. I'm not sure I should admit that right now. We've got four <laughs> towels. We've got one of the cats on top of it. We've got about 15 t-shirts and one of them is right on, right on top, of course, is the Podcast Legend t-shirt that I wore. Um, finally got rid of the Amstall that I spilt down it during the Seamus <laughs> uh, Gunther match, which of course I didn't particularly want to do because that one thing of Amstall, £6.50. Oh. £6.50 for a round between the three of us. I looked I at my bank statement on this uh, on this Sunday morning and went, holy fuck. Because I, I, I bought two rounds and a t shirt. I, I had to remortgage the house. <laughs> did, did I tell you how much you, uh, it was, how much it was for a bud at Wembley for the NFL game? For a Budweiser, seven pound ten for a Budweiser. You want to get yourself over to the World Cup, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-five million dollars. One of those prizes in the grounds now. I tell you. <laughs> you get, seventy-five million dollars worth of Budweiser. <laughs> oh, but, a chance again. Going back to the WWE, like, like, say, watchable. Watchable is still eons better than what it was, and I'm not going to sit here and like slag it off because it doesn't deserve slagging off. But you know, do we really need three or four returns, debuts per show? No, we don't. No, we do don't. Can I just, yeah. just just to come in, no. I agree with you completely. It's wrong when AEW do well, not wrong, but it's no, questionable when AEW do it. It's questionable with yes. WWE. I will give the WWE a slight. It's not an antidote here, everything all. A slight pass on this one that Triple H is trying, maybe a little bit too hard, to make it his company by bringing back all of his people from NXT. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get it. But so if this sort of thing is still happening again in six months' time, then I think we really have a problem. I think now we can just about cut him some slack. He's walking a fine line, no argument there at all. <laughs> and the time will come soon where he will have to stop doing that and he's going to have to go with what he's got. He's bringing back all the guys that, that that we said a year ago or eighteen months ago should never have been fired <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, yeah, he's resetting really. Yes, so he's bringing back, and, and a lot of the folk he's bringing back, the Mia Yims of the world, are are, are 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 his guys and girls from NXT. I don't see it lasting much longer into the new year. You'll have the occasional one that might be under contract elsewhere that he wants to he, he wants to make a play for. But I think into the new year, come the Royal Rumble, I think that'll be your that'll be your whack. I think. Yeah, but there's going to be there's going to be two things coming up. I think we hope that people need to be to to uh, take take note of. One is the length of some of these guys' AEW contracts, for example, or Impact contracts. And I think Mia Yim's a prime example of that. Actually, like mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm thinking right, Regal Regal only made his debut for AEW Revolution last year, so. If he's only got a year contract, he might be. I, I would imagine Triple H will have him back. If Triple H could have him back yesterday, you would have done. Let's be well, honest. Well, they're they're really really good pals as well. That's what I mean. That's what I'm getting at. And same with somebody like Keith Lee and and Swerve. Actually, you know, he'd he'd have both of them back in a heartbeat. So I think that's another dream. And then the other problem you're going to get in, you know, it's not like like you guys just said. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not even going to be next month. But we're going to get these bloated rosters again, and there's going to be another bloodletting of releases happening at some point. You can't have all these people under contract and keep them all happy. It's just impossible to do. But that's what you're that's what you're finding now with AEW because that's three years yes. now. That's three years now that they've been in business and yeah. your guys like because it's Stu Grayson's away, isn't he? Well, one of yeah. the one of the original guys. And he's away. Got 
and and you'll find that you'll find that a lot of these a lot of these guys that have been signed during the pandemic because Tony Khan, to his credit, made sure people were getting a paycheck during the pandemic when they didn't know if they were going to be working or when they would next get a next get a a, a, a chance to work. So like it'll always be it should always be praised for that. These guys must be coming up for renewal sometime soon as well. Yes. I don't I don't know if they were given like night like nightly deals that will will sign you for twelve months, but it's paper paper match type thing. Mm. Um but these guys will be coming up because if you look at it, uh, is there a thing there is not a there is not a a list there's a list on um Wikipedia. There's not a there's not a like a, a, a number, unfortunately. But there's a lot of people on this list. Yeah. And so it's going to, like like I say, it's going to happen at some point. You know, we're going to have, there's going to be this great bloodletting again. And we're just not learning the lessons from previous years. But then you've got the thing, you'll have the, you'll have the, 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 the bloodletting. But it might also just be, it freshens it up on both sides. Because mm, AEW yep. need to let guys go, WWE need to let Absolutely. guys go, and you'll thingy. And it's just going to, it's all going to set, it's all going to settle down in the new year. I reckon by, as I say, I reckon by the rumble, WWE yeah. will settle down. And then you'll just get into thingy. You'll just get into a nice pattern where it is going to be a bit like WWE, yeah. WWF and WCW back in the day. The point there, the point I'm impact, to make, impact will be, the impact will be the ECW on it, getting the guys who yeah. don't, who have burnt bridges elsewhere. I think the point I'm trying to make, and I maybe I'm not articulating it as well as I want to, is both major companies have got two bigger rosters, so yes. they keep letting these people go. And it is the state that swallows his own tail, isn't it? You know, we we keep going back to this. It's we're gonna get, we are gonna get to that stage, much like the Monday Night Wars, where in a you know six months to a year time, we're gonna get people just appearing out of blue because AEW doesn't have a night day no compete, and it's it's gonna start happening again. Well, apparently, AEW have got a very high no compete. Was there not some like six oh, months? It? Yeah, I was it? Who, I apologize. Who was it that was trying to? They found was it Andrade who was trying to go, or when, when they thought that Malachi Black was trying to go? Yeah, that they found out somebody had. I don't know how true this is, but somebody had found out that he had like a six months no compete. Well, that <laughs> that would not surprise me. That is, as, for every bad thing we can say about Tony, I think litigiousness is something that he's uh, pretty high on, to be fair. Uh, well, yeah. He's, 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 he is a business... Well, I don't know if he's a businessman, but certainly his father's a, a very yeah. astute businessman. Well, Tony Khan's not a very astute businessman because if, if you remember the last time they were in the Premier League, he goes, yeah, I know all our defenders are shit, but we've not, we, need, we need to play with it until January. <laughs> well done, big man. <laughs> what, what, a way, what, a way to motiv- what a way to motivate your team. I've just uh, I've just noticed the time, Callum. We're, we're nearly at the end of Rory's uh, yes, allotted time. We are. We are indeed. I've already had the... My own announcement of added time has just come up. Let's just say that. Have you had the depth there? Is that what we? Is that what you <laughs> my, my, my amount of added time gets less and less every two hours. <laughs> right. Just be, just before you go, Rory, I think this will be thingy. This will be um, of interest to you because it's very strange. Um, NWA <laughs> have just NWA have just announced. No, you you'll realise why it's a bit strange in, 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 in a wee bit. NWA have just announced. <laughs> Huge announcement. 
It's the you like this too, Ben. It's the NWA versus Lucha Libra Triple A in Mexico City in March with this with the Smashing Pumpkins. So it's NWA versus Triple A with like also at Music Festival. Music Festival looks to, or, or, like a a, a a mega concert. Smashing Pumpkins, Interpol, Turnstile, Peter Hook. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Peter Hook is supporting the National Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> Safe to say, I thought I'd stay out my three score and ten without hearing the words Peter Hook and Triple A. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Hook, Tyrus, and Pentagon Junior. <laughs> gay right, Pe- gay right. Peter Hook, Peter Hook and Tyrus these days aren't too too. That's another story. Well, yeah. <laughs> gay, gay right, Callum. It's NWA World Champion Tyrus. Yes, I, I, no, I thought oh, you were going to correct me because it's pe- it, Penta. El Zero Miedo. Yeah. Zero Miedo. So no, yes, NWA Zero World Mero. Champion. NW World Champion Tyrus, yes. Well, the Smashing Pumpkins have played Homer Palooza before, so I suppose in that NWA show isn't that far difficult, far different. Is Peter Frampton going to be there as well? Peter Frampton! <laughs> do you feel? Do you, do, do you feel? Oh dear. What the hell happened to my pig? <laughs> Cypress you, Hill, I'm looking in your direction. Have you officially <laughs> returned? Have you officially retired on the NWA now, Callum? Um, not quite. Not quite. It's getting close. <laughs> it's getting close. Um, yeah, not going to be high in the priority list coming in, in, in 2023. <laughs> that 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 NWA Plus uh, subscription is going to be disabled very quickly. <laughs> to be to be fair, I didn't think I I didn't sign up for it. Because oh, okay. I didn't sign up. I, I didn't sign up because at the time I didn't have fifty pounds uh, to sign up for it because it came at the wrong time of the month. Uh, but also when they said it was on, I just kept watching it on YouTube and on buying the thingy, buying the um, buying the pay per views. Because at the time they were the best value for money pay per views. Well, <laughs> those two, those two I watched were they were pretty good. Yeah, less so now. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? Right, Tyrus and Trevor Murdoch, come on. Yeah. Five minutes of stoppage time. No, that's the final whistle. The game is ended. Uh, Belgium uh, won, Canada nil. Oh, Canada uh, had over 20, over 20 goal attempts in that match, Canada had. Like you said, Rory, you've got, you got to stick them away. Damn right. The Batchwise goal was enough. I'm sorry, our Canadian listeners. Well, then you... Hey, babe, maybe maybe this podcast is the first you've heard of that game. I don't know how <laughs> over. Well, well, we're saying that it's still behind lacrosse as a national sport in Canada, but football. I know some of our American friends were watching, or were watching, but on the other day, but. Yeah. Well, they're probably uh, gloating right now as they listen to this, Ben. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> How little you know they're saying listening to this on Saturday. I am not I'm not I'm not gonna edit I'm not gonna edit this until after the game on Friday. You might need and to then, do a drop in. If, if this if if it goes if it goes the correct way, you better, I'm sure you better that will be, yeah. Oh They always I'll, say listen to the end of the podcast, I'll be pressing stop as soon as I'm done, I promise you. <laughs> I'll be thinking, what I don't know can't hurt me. I will be. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be playing the the, the Lex Luger uh, theme tune. The Lex Luger, Hacksaw Jim Duggan theme tune. You know the one. <laughs> the very the very American one. 
I'll be playing the Stars and Stripes forever. America the Beautiful. I'll get Aretha Franklin on the <laughs> on the pod at the end. Oh, that's it finished. So eight fifty-seven. I there think you go. That I is think... excellent timing. We have say. done bloody well there. I think we have. Thank you to Belgium and Canada for stopping on time. Absolutely. <laughs> what we now know is on time. Are you? 10 minutes later than we thought we would have ended before. Because <laughs> <laughs> of, of all the additional time. We're used to it now. Additional time, yes. yes. Uh, well, no additional time here, everybody, because no. uh, mine is very much up and I need to do something. Again, I'm just going to say euphemistically. That's my word of the day, euphemistically, but parenthood for the next hour. Use yeah. your imaginations, if you dare, for what other tasks I've got in front of me. Right. Oh. Let's just say, let's just say, I will be moving that t-shirt off the change table in the next few minutes. It's nappy time. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, um, more ways than one. Uh, Rory is the, uh, the 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 Kenny Omega of this this podcast. Always comes up with the game and is also the cleaner. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That is fantastic. I was going to say, for obvious reasons, I wouldn't really relish a comparison with Kenny Omega, but you brought it back on that one. Uh, so, we'll, we'll go to you first, Rory. Uh, what have you got coming up on the horizon for the good people of the Police Nation? I don't know, is the honest answer. Uh, at this point in time, I've seen your video. It's just finding the time to do it, quite frankly. Um, Still very much an excellent show. So just I would say basically, just watch out for future editions of Senior Video. I certainly intend on still doing it, but it might be a little bit of a wait. But as soon as it is back up and running, I will let everybody know ASAP because it's a show I really enjoy doing. Uh, Wrestling 20 Years Ago podcast, still going strong. Survivor Series 2002 review should be released now by the time you listen to this one. That was a great recording with Chris White and Dan Welling. Uh, We also have our end of year awards show coming up soon again when i can find the time to record it with the guys but always a good time that one uh, 2002 uh, probably going to be the weakest year as far as awards for quality is coming up but uh, there's going to be some fun ones worst booking decision is going to be probably about 25 possible entries for that one i might just let them all roll <laughs> but uh do watch out for that one uh, dropping as soon as it can but um yeah, wrestling 20 years is the place to follow me on the social medias as well excellent and after me saying he brings his A-game, what have we got coming up? No idea. <laughs> A-game, and, that, and that's why they call me the podcast legend. <laughs> but honesty it's not, is it's not the just, best. It's not just the T-shirt. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> honesty is the best policy, gentlemen. So, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, thank you very much for that, Rory. And, yes, yeah, senior senior video is always a... Or, as, as Tim Capel affectionately calls it, senior video. Uh is um is coming back soon. Always, I always agree. We'll get that. I promise we will. Always a great listen, and you know, always free for a guest spot. Just saying. Oh, well, I got some in store for you, Callum. <laughs> as I long as it's good because I put Ben, I put Ben through villains of the square circle. So I <laughs> well, you put me through some turgid stuff as well. <laughs> Nothing as bad as that. I would. <laughs> I know Ben would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a dash, Jensen. Okay. I've, got a, I've got a baby going. Enjoy. enjoy. All best, enjoy. See you, everybody. I'll, I'll Bye. Bye, all. Catch Bye. you next month. Uh, I, I just, I just leaves us, Ben. What have you got uh, coming up for the good people? Okay, so uh, Highway to the Impact Zone is still on the go. We're just with the boys wrapped up 2005 on the last episode. I recorded one with them with the first three episodes of 
2006 get up to the final resolution pay-per-view that's the words we to listen uh also here on the wrestling feed chicken salad is here every month uh this month just gone we've done survivor series 2002 uh we will be recording we're going to be doing starcade 97 for the december episode so that'll be a good one to listen to and then on the place for nation pop feed you can catch me and logan every month on popcorn chicken salad uh this month where we will be watching the wedding singer oh it's been so long since i've seen the wedding singer well you are more if you are free next week you are more than welcome uh, oh, I'll get back to you on that one. Uh, you know, I'm throwing that out there so we can only say you can't say no live on the air. <laughs> I'll get I'll get back to you on that one. Let me let my people call your people. Okay. Which will be which will be me getting back to you to see if I can make yes. it or not. <laughs> um in, in terms of myself, I'll, my only podcasts just now are are with Ben and Logan. The only ones that I've got I've got on the go at the moment are uh, Chicken Salad and Starflation. Um, the the podcast that throws out the or, or um, looks at the uh, five star matches and puts them onto the new seven star scale. Five stars is never enough for uh, the Starflation podcast. Is 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 the the tagline I'm going to try and catch on. Um, but yeah, that that's it. And um, we've also got the, uh, the 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 video streaming video services. So there's uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Place to Be Nation. Uh, youtube.com forward slash at place to be nation so it's just the, the at symbol and place to be nation got ourselves a proper url on that one uh, facebook.com forward slash ptbn live and if it's still on the go by the time this comes out at ptbn youtube on twitter so thank you all once again for listening uh, a bit of everything as, as as we are one to do it's great to be back in the saddle uh, with the with 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 um, the, my OG podcast uh, with with the guys once again. Very strange not doing it in person though. I, I, I did I did feel like it was something missing. I don't know about you, Ben. <laughs> well, you know, just dip. We just got to dip our toes back into the water. Yeah, there was certainly a pint in hand, but we weren't across the street from a hen party falling out of a pub and a man almost getting knocked oh. down by an electronic scooter. Yeah, as I was saying, and, and some, and some, and some and, uh, uh, OAPs is probably the wrong word, some uh, slightly older people actually having an argument, a fight in the middle of the street. Uh, yeah, the, the, the sights and sounds of Newport. Um, <laughs> um, we will be working long and hard in production meetings for the next month as well. We will be back, and the hiatus is over. We are back. We will be back in time for Christmas with the uh, annual Special Relations Christmas Party, uh, where we will be discussing something uh, that we will discuss in <laughs> our production meetings in the not-too-distant future. Not uh, wrestling year 12 again. No, 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 that, no. Iron Man, that Iron Man match is still going on. Ah. Uh, um, but that all that remains to be said is once again thank you all very much for listening from Rory McNamara who Lord knows what he's doing just now Ben Locke and myself Callum McDougall thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you next month